shut you down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that, and now we do it like that. Right. For the underground world, every street and burrow. You may learn something. Or experience, experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What is happening? What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, do we have any new patrons to go over? (laughs) What the fuck do you think? It's April, baby. We've got April showers. April showers. A big shout out to Audra Bowling. I really like that name, Audra. She's returning. You know when you know when people say that. Thank like, you. Audra. Uh, I like that name. In in the they might use it one day if they were to name someone. Audra. I like Audra and uh, Chris Campbell. Let's go. What up, Chris? Audra Fired up, Chris. kids. Shout out to you. Hit that subscribe button, like, share the channel. Uh, um, no better time to get in than April showers. Nothing is. better than post, Joe, after three hours of us talking shit to hear another an hour. Sam, you want to take those keys out of your pocket? Like and Thank subscribe. You. Thank you to all <laughs> be an issue. the Patreons. And I mean that. Kamar, how was your week? Uh, <laughs> it's a good week. I did a couple shows. Um, some shows have like this thing called a lotto. So a bunch of people know they're on it and then there'll be one spot and halfway through they'll, anyone who goes there could put their name in the um, bucket. Wow, what is this, the fucking mothership in Austin? No, this is is on Somerset. Anyways, it's a funny, it's a a good room. It's always packed. This guy says he's driven from Sudbury to try to get on the show. Seven hours. Just a a bar show. And um, he puts his name in and uh, he wins. And he killed. Well, so what, a, what a Cinderella story. And then what? He got he had Parkinson's. Picked up, picked up by an agent, made it to Hollywood? Not so much, but yeah, he, so shut the fuck it's up. never too late to start. But it was just funny. When the guy drew the name, he's like, what's wrong with you people? Because the penmanship was so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when he had Parkinson's? Yeah, he could barely Yikes. write his name. Um, and then, How did he drive? I don't know. Well, your whole but story is falling Maybe apart. we got to find him. I don't know if he ever returned. But uh, last night, I did a show <laughs> where um, if the audience doesn't laugh, you have to strip. Dude, that's incredible. Yeah, go on. Well, by the end, I was buck naked. Shut up. No, no. Uh, I, I, I didn't embrace it. Like, one guy went up in chaps, a leather vest, and a G-string. So people are trying not to laugh. Because they want you in guys the, to have to get crap. naked. Well, yeah, but laughing's involuntary. I mean, like I, I killed, but you should go up and try not to be funny and sort of embrace it. You know what I mean? But this one guy, he went up to take off all his clothes. You that know, was his the whole other thing. way. Yeah, and um, at one point, he's like, "Well, I guess the pants got to go," and he takes off his pants. He goes, "Oh." And, Part of me, I just got circumcised, and he's got ketchup all down, his, all down his leg. And I was like, ah, I said, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Actually, uh, I brought my foreskin with me, and he's got a Ziploc bag with ketchup in it. <laughs> and he throws it at a guy. He goes, that's the first time someone's touched my dick in a long time, and just walks off the stage. It's terrible. <laughs> but it was so funny. Like, this guy's insane. So, sorry, 
I told him don't do did the ketchup. Did he actually and he get naked, like buck naked? Uh, he still had his boxes on. You can't get naked up on the stage, can you? You could. I, I don't. And are there any girl comedians? Yeah, there was a lesbian. She got down to her bra. Not the ones you want to see, Simon, is what you're asking. So it's just... It was mostly dudes and all the other guys dressed up. Dude. I just dressed up normal. They got my shoes off, but you know, it's like... Um, um, well, I had to strip, but like they didn't laugh. Or they laughed at a setup and something. Like It would have been... I could have done the whole thing without taking off an cl- article of clothing, but that's not the point. I mean, could you have... Yeah, I did. I did. Like, I'll, if you play it, there's a, they all laugh and they're playing. Is it because you're going? <laughs> well, no. That what keeps you going. Between the that things? keeps going. But every time the judges think the audience didn't laugh as much, they start playing a song, <laughs> and so you got to strip. And they were playing like uh, Paradise City. So that's a distraction. Like it stops your whole flow. And you mm. take off your clothing and then you gotta. I take it back. I thought it sounded fun at the beginning. I don't think it sounds as much fun, but it was it's, fun. It's nice that this club is shaking it up with some like interesting nights. And well, stuff. no, again, this isn't a comedy club. This is at like a uh, Elgin Theater. Okay. Well, Little I take space. it all back then. But, but it was fun. I wish I had embraced it more and gotten naked. Mm. Like go up just in a speedo, so just have a sock. Not going to have to go anywhere. Sock on your dick or something. Mm. And I forgot to say it's Coachella, so I've been rocking out to Coachella. You guys know how I love doing Coachella. You have good seats this year. The best in the city. Yeah. Um, Blackpink is a weird, weird band. Do you know who they are? It's four South Korean girls. They're just. Yeah. Sorry. What? <laughs> Their music is so contrived. Everything's so like, there's no way they were just in a garage with a dream to put a band together. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Everyone loves it. Well, as long as they're enjoying themselves. Oh, well, yeah. The, the, the audience speaks. Uh, Blondie played. Wow. Blast on the Past. And the Chemical Brothers played. Do you remember them? Of course. I would say at one point they were like the far out electronica music. Like they were the heavy stuff, deep cuts. And it almost sounded pedestrian. 30 years later, compared to all the music and the production now, I, I found that was interesting. So that was my week, Coachella. Frank Ocean tonight. Simon, how was your week? My week was fine, Matthew. Thank you. I um, found out. You know, I always used to think that I watched reality shows because my wife likes them. That's not true. No, I really like them. And I'm just like a glutton for gossip and any sort of controversy. And that's why I like, like, um, you know, I like comedy. So then eventually I end up in like the, you know, like the dirty underbelly of feuds and disputes rabbit holes you know yeah just that's like i gravitate to like milf island it's not my fault you know what i mean like that's just and i've been start uh, yeah no i haven't gone that far yet i've watched some clips but i um i started listening to i am garbage that podcast yeah or watching it on youtube anyways are you garbage whatever it's called is that what it is it's it's a big difference because the two guys, right? You are garbage. Are you garbage? I don't think it's I am garbage either. is what you said. And that's not like a good name for a podcast. I am garbage. Well, I was just going to say that's the name of my new podcast. Their uh, podcast is called Are You Garbage? Are You Garbage? Two guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, two it's, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a hot. Yeah. Hit, very hot. Hit, hit show. Any, 
Anyways. Kamar mentioned it a year ago. That's why he's... I was thinking... Yeah, I know. You know what? Well, don't get mad at me. He's no, the man, one trying I, to... I, I'm eating it all up. Um, so I was thinking to myself, like, not that I would... Not thinking I would be on that show, but if... Not not if I was on that show, but if I was put to that test, like, are you garbage? Yeah. I think for the most of the, you know, like... Oh, I, you're garbage. I would... Most of the answers, I think I would be not garbage. And then yeah, eventually you you'd get to like, have you ever worked as a telemarketer? And then it starts like dropping considerably. And then when they ask like, are you a fan of MILF Manor? Like that's where the garbage meter flips, you know? I am... Um, Can I ask On you paper, you- you're not garbage, but you're pretty sure you're garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I can tilt the scale one way or the other. Oh, Okay. Simon, do you think if the average person who didn't know you at all, if if you if if your car was parked in front of their house and they had the keys to it, do you think if they went if they opened your car and sat in it for five minutes, do you think they would think you are a garbage person <laughs> or a non garbage person? No. They would think that uh, a hobo lived in there. Yeah, but that's not like fair. Dirty Mike the, and the boys. The, the, outside, fuck the outside is mm. real nice, you know? Mm. It's kind of like if you have like a mansion, <laughs> but it's a flop house on the inside, you know? I get you, yeah. Again, I don't, like I said, I think for the most part, I would end up being like not garbage. And then there are just a couple of things that you're like, well, that we can't look over that, you know? Yeah. Like if you, but if you, you think like most... love is blind, a hundred percent, you're garbage. You're trash. You fit into that category. <laughs> so you finished the new season, obviously. Yeah. I know all of that. And then I was just, yeah, going through the whole comedy thing and just what, looking at who hates who and who's angry at who. I predict in a year he's going to come in here and uh, start talking about restoration videos. But I'll tell you, shut up. Come on. <laughs> Wait, uh, it's I'll, my thing right now. That's I'll, I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> it's my thing right now. Well, they're relaxing, man. Like you're you're trying to go? Do you claim Joe Rogan? Like what are you? Five years old? I did, fuck! I shut tried. the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, oh, you've um, already started watching them. <laughs> what? <time? laughs> Anyways, oh, sorry. P- point is, um, <laughs> there's. I know that you know the the. Um, <laughs> there's some people on there who make videos about. Kind of like just every little thing that happens in the comedy world. They're just like a TMZ. Little, yeah, and yeah. I understand that that would be like the... the um, Same as us? Yeah, if somebody was trying to like throw shade at us, I could imagine them using a similar argument. But this is... If... It's trash. So if we're trash, that's way more trash, okay. you know? Yeah. That was such a roundabout way of trying know, to be like, anyways, our podcast isn't terrible. We're garbage. And, and we're poor garbage. Brendan Schaub. Like, I'm now on board with you, Kamar, because the there is like three different dudes out there whose whole channel is just every take that that guy makes. He a breakdown. Just, it's a breakdown, and they're all terrible. There's, every yeah, no, no, I'm saying every. I'm saying every take it. that Brendan Schaub has is terrible. <laughs> so it's like endless content. You but know? once you low get, hanging fruit, though. whatever. Once you get to a certain level, there's always going to be 
like us, people suckling off the whale. You know what I mean? Those little, you know, those little fish that. Yeah, yeah. But this, uh, with the whole Brendan Schaub thing, like I get it because he just, like I said, it's he all every time he opens his mouth, it's just it's a bag of so stupid. It's a bag of douche sometimes. But imagine that having like ten sub channels just trying to fucking. I don't know. It's, I, I get it. I get why it's, a, it's weird fame, him. actually. I don't know, man. If I owned four cars and a nice house, I'd, I don't know if I'd be that bummed if there were four sub channels dedicated to shitting on me. I'd, I've had worse problems. Anyways. Anyways, I'm trash. That's the Okay, the that moral was where we got of, to. That, that is that the was moral your week. of you the story. Trash, I yes. think if I was on that show, I would be trash. Yeah. It's Again. real soul searching. Yeah. I, and I, uh, yeah, you also trash. No doubt. I, we don't even have to ask the yeah, question. Definitely. That I is, think we can agree. We're I all love trash. That. I love that up? he thought about it for a second. Though. No, I was trying, yeah, he's got to play, yeah, he's play real coy. My, Am I? What? My one anchor to. <laughs> you have a non-zero anchor. That's my anchor to. <laughs> you have like zero that, yeah. anchors. No, that's it. You're a garbage Proud, man. Proudly. I also am garbage, so it's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I was on our Reddit this week. Oh, no. No, no, it was fine. How was your week, Matt? That's where I'm getting to. Yeah. I was only like four down and someone posted a clip of Sam Cedar. With the guy uh, with the minority. PBD? Well, pa- so I, I didn't know he was I didn't know he was on Patrick Bad David. Okay, I still haven't okay. seen it. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even that. It was Sam Cedar responding to Joe. So remember remember Lap? I had been talking about the ninety percent tax rate. I brought yes, up two yes, episodes yes, yes, straight. Yes, yes, yeah. And then Joe in the next episode was like I heard some idiot talking about how the tax rate should be 90%. And I and then Joe was like, and I thought to myself, this fucking idiot's never going to make, this dork's never going to make $3 million. And I, I said, like, I was like, that, that felt like a personal attack. Apparently that was at Sam Cedar. Because I guess Sam Cedar was on Patrick Bet David saying it. Um, so that made me feel a little bit nicer. And then I got to say, I, then I went back and forth on it. And then now I'm back. I'm back to the 90% tax rate. It it always is easier when you have nothing. No, because it, listen, if you look at graphs and you care about numbers, like if Joe is going to be one of those, like, I care about fucking facts and stats, then uh, if you look at the line, Simon doesn't care. Who cares? Let's well, no, if you, I would just be parroting what um, Patrick Bet David said when he talked about it. And, it, and it's like, yeah, the 90% is great, but the money's going to get wasted. And no, and we agree with that. The, Listen, we agree with that. I said in a perfect world, but I still go. I still stand by the fact that when they had that rate, it was it worked. And then Reagan turned it around. And if you look at all the graphs of when Reagan was in power, and you start to see where all the fucking money went, I don't know. Little Maddie, the communist. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And yeah, believe me, if you listeners think Kamar's over here fighting for your freedom, I have news for you. Kamar doesn't give a shit. No, I definitely That's don't. Hilarious. I, I I don't give a shit like I have money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, ninety percent. I mean, no, but I should give a shit because <laughs> I have no money. But anyways, right, right. Yeah. This is just too honest. Therefore, you guys. <laughs> so yeah, I smoked a joint. I was watching Coachella. It's just. These <laughs> just let's start. <laughs> the visuals and stuff are getting insane. Not talking about Coachella again, man. Well, yeah. Well, you, you tune fucking... into the post, Joe. Subscribe now because we will be talking about Coachella. That was just a teaser. 
You're, okay, you're how about, starting to do a monologue in the in Coachella where you just talk to the audience. Gotta join to find out. Where I saw a crazy EDM festival post-trip. where they had this they had a screen in the background that was 3D projecting this robot who had a like an iPhone out. Yes, the Eric Prides. Videotaping the crowd. It was fucking nuts. The Eric Prides. I was like, that's insane. He just did Coachella. Fucking blew my night. mind. We should put it on, actually. No, I'm not putting fucking Coachella on. <laughs> go uh, go over the guest list for us, if you don't mind. Oh, Simon's already in the spicy so I'm telling you, right I'm now, telling I you from smoking uh, a joint outside with Simon, he's already very picky. I'm spicy, but I also cannot like uh, make words come out of my mouth that my brain is thinking. You found a good strain. Yeah, I noticed, yeah. Kamar said the word Parkinson's, and it was like a Manchurian candidate thing for you. It like, <laughs> triggered it. Go ahead, Kamar. Another week, another slew of guests. We start off the week with 1968 Jason Everyman. Sorry, that's Everman. <laughs> Followed by 1969 Sam Talent. Always wonder for the 69s if it's going to be something sexual. And then we finish <laughs> off with 1970 Big Bill Ottman. <laughs> I feel like one of you guys spiked my punch. <laughs> with LSD. Something. I rate this week. No, uh, no, he's not done yet. No, that was oh, it. That's he it. is done. Yeah, the treefer. What was the one in between Bill Ottman and uh, Nirvana? Sam Talent. Little Sam Talent. I guess I get, I'll, I'll give the week a two and a half, and that feels fucking generous. Well, because it's all white men, I'm going to give it a two. How woke <laughs> of you? Um, I'm gonna go with a. Too as well, and that is being super generous. I just every week is just disappointment upon disappointment. That's interesting because I would have thought the Bill Ottman one. There was a yeah, lot. What? Yeah, no. There was a lot of like it got heavy alien at the end for sure. And hopefully Kamara will have learned his lesson and not you know like we should start. Really? With, we should start last. with Bill Ottman. Yeah, agreed. Let's start with Bill Ottman. Okay. I'm with I'm with Matt. Hey man, I'm with you. Is Ottman, is Ottman a Jew? I don't think so. You would think because of the man, but there was something about the way he was talking that he sounded very uh, Catholic to me. Really? The way he spoke, he yes. came off very Catholic to you? Yeah. Waspy. Oh. Okay, yeah. If you know That's that, Protestant, uh, but... Whatever. White, religious. That's, okay. uh, I got you. That's what I consider waspy. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to strike while Simon's hot. Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. That's what it is. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. wasp. Yeah, it's Protestant. Are there no black Anglo-Saxon Protestants? That's a wasp. It's weird. There might be. It's I just don't think there's enough that they've created an acronym for them. But what I, do I know? Anyways, what a, ter- a terrible episode. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this. Oh, this is we're starting off with a bang so far. Let's do this. 1970, Bill Altman. The king has returned. (laughs) (laughs) The king has returned. Well, you know, with tech, I mean, coming from a struggling startup, as we are, you know, in general, people who do the um, sorts of apps or social media that he sort of takes off and he was already on, and it seems like he's just sort of maintained... At his peril because of his um, his want for open source everything. I think it's harder to make money. No? That sounded like a bunch of words. 
Well, he started Mines. Start again. And it was just yeah. a little startup. And okay. now he's come back and Mines is just a little startup. Oh, I, okay. Other things have come and risen and d- done stuff. Like you hear about Rumble. You hear about. Um, lots of money. Lots of money. Uh, Substack. Substack. But you don't hear about Mines. Yes. I love when he said, yeah, Joe, you're, again, he said you were on there and just like, no, I've never been on your shitty fucking yeah. site before. Never shared anything. But he's like, but w- w- even if you didn't put it on, it was the most views we ever had. Joe, do you remember that? Because <laughs> it was the greatest day of mine's history when it happened. Joe fought this guy right from the start. <laughs> Not like hardcore on anything, but there was always, oh my God, I'm sorry, some pushback. A, a level of like, Joe was like a marshmallow where every time you touched him, he would. A little bit of pushback. Pushback. Yeah. A little bit of pushback. You because can use that. You can have that. Thanks. Overall, including everything they talked about, open source is sort of a bad word. That would be a marshmallow Joe. Yes. Open source is sort of a bad word. How? Well, um, open source all information about aliens. Yeah, let's do it. Open source all information about ancient civilizations. Why is that bad? Wait. to someone's interest, it obviously is because oh, it's not. To whoever is like, where like is it? the key He is like the home of open source. What else is open source? Well, nothing because people want proprietary because that's, because how, that's you how you make money. money. But so, why? Oh, it's a bad word. It's a bad to, word. It's not a bad to, thing. To capitalize. It doesn't matter. This guy's, see, it would appear. This guy's trying to make better social media. Like, get the fuck. Social media is terrible. Why are we still trying to make this thing better? Well, he believes if it's open source, it'll be for the people, by the people, whatever, by the people, for the people. I mean, that's got to be better. Right now, we know that we're like willing to, you know, give our souls to the devil just to be able to get TikTok. Whereas it would be nice in a perfect world if you didn't have to give up all your data in order to. I loved his idea. He was like, if we're going to do UBI, it should be out of their fucking pockets. Amazing. Since they're taking all of our data. We've said it. Just no, but that, break them off. That some. totally makes sense, right? Like if you are the product, if your yeah, data, you if they then take your bread. info and sell it to a million other places, then the least they can do is give you a couple of grand a month, you know? And well, Simon, he, I'm the communist. He, all easy. These, he, he would these, drop mines. If, these if companies, that was the case. these companies have it, the money. Well, if they all pitch in, I mean, listen, Facebook, Apple, like all these companies benefit. Anyone who mines your data has to pay. It's, we agree. It's, yeah. it's a percentage according to the amount of data you take and sell. And it's easy peasy Japanesey, and they go in and they make a they legislate a rule about it, just like they legislated rules about other things. And let's they need to do that now, though. You know what I mean? You can't wait until the bad shit happens, and then it's kind of like AI. You can't. We can all see the writing on the wall, and yet nobody is going to do anything until something terrible happens. You know, which will be too late. Which will be too late. But it's already too late, sort of, kind of. I know, but if you operate on that, you're like, uh, we're not going to do anything because it's already too late. So we might have, that's crazy, you know? Like, Dude, the guy that was on Lex this week was Lex's first guest ever. And he was uh, he was like, yeah, there, were, there have been AI people for like the last two decades that were like, there's definitely like, I think it was four or five things that you should never do with AI. And he was like, one, you should never hook it up to the internet. And he's like, we did that. 
Uh, he was like, two, you should never. Um, what the fuck was the second Feed thing? Feed it after did? dark. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mogwai. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, we did no, that. No, I, I listened to Matt to the first part of that. Yeah. It's very interesting. Like, um, well, he, he basically he said that the five things that they've been saying forever you should not do with AI, we did right away. It was like the first five things we did. And he was like, we're not. It doesn't seem like we're on a good path with this thing. That's the guy that looks like he eats a lot of Cheetos in his spare time. No, no. This guy looked like a a Swedish Al Pacino. And like social media and stuff, we're all, you know, everybody's pretty much in agreement that it's breaking society and yet nobody is going to do anything until nobody will put in any laws or because it's all about freedom. and, And I get that. I get that nobody wants restriction, but we have government for a reason. Like we... Otherwise, we would all just revolt and just get rid of the whole system altogether. But if we're going to abide by the system, we might as well have it do its fucking job, you know? Like, well, What I, do you I, want it to do? Well, this is what I was thinking about. And I, I went through a bunch of different options in my head. And I think the best one would be you need a license to operate on um, the internet. And meaning that, kids can't get on when you're whatever i'm not i don't know what the ages are but let's just say it's like a driving license when you're 16 years old you can get your temporary permit and by the time you're 17 years old or 18 you can start behaving like an adult and if you want to post things and you want to comment on things your records are there because everybody You know, the same way you don't go out on the street and hit a bunch of commit a bunch of hit and runs because you have a license plate and people eventually are going to report you and you're going to get in trouble. You you know what I'm saying? You're saying eliminate anonymity. Well, you have to do that and you you have to get kids off of there and you have to um, make people accountable. And it would be nice if, you know, I don't know. You didn't have like really super impressionable, stupid people on there, I guess would be the. uh... Yep. Uh, You know, perfect world. I guess that's what you have to do. I don't think cutting kids off of the internet is going to solve anything. There's always be workarounds. We, I also just, I growing up, Simon, I always heard that this, that whatever it was, was going to be dangerous for the kids. And yeah. And the things they talked about, Matt, they weren't dangerous for the kids. But this is dangerous for the kids. Well, but just social media is. The internet alone is like... Okay. Like if you go to Amazon and buy something... No, but right? Like if you go to Amazon to buy something, it doesn't matter if you're 8 or 16 or 80, you know, whatever. If you're online shopping, for example, that that to me doesn't seem... I mean, I guess it could be... I mean, online shopping has kind of ruined a lot of things. So we just do it because it's convenient. Okay, but, but that's why a do different we live discussion. in a world that has to be so fucking convenient? Like, what's wrong with what are you racing to? going to a store? What was wrong with that whole system? Like, I just I it's like that's why conservatives and liberals. Fine. But you run a business, right? Do yeah. you only shop at mom and pop shops for your business? No, listen, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm that. That's no, not, I get it. But that's not what I'm insinuating. My point was, you said, why do we do everything for convenience? I mean, we're just in a place now where society has pushed itself to everything is for convenience. Look. I get it. We're not, it's me not shopping or you not shopping isn't going to make a goddamn difference because you'll be always be in the minority. You have to have some sort of, there has to be some structure in place. And right now there is zero structure for 
Well, look, we know this. The fact that they're taking all our information and selling it to other companies for, and making all this money and then making money on top of you, like it, it doesn't make any sense, right? Well, not really. Like Facebook is just mining your data. They offer you the... And most, then they sell most ads apps. to you, well, back to you but hold with on, the but, information that they mine. They're double dipping. They're triple dipping. They're yeah, quadruple but, dipping. But selling ads, like when you're scrolling on Instagram, like that's that ad is not, you know, I'm gone. It's I'm past it. It's not like on YouTube where you're forced into 15 seconds. <laughs> I mean, but whatever. Whatever. You pay 20 bucks a month. Fuck. It, it um, maybe for you, it you scroll over, you know, maybe somebody else gets caught. Like I just... There has to be some sort of license, some sort of fee. Because we talked about that with Twitter, him making it so you have to pay whatever to have a blue check mark. Like, if you want to play, you've got to pay. Well, I hope that getting that blue check mark means that you have put your identity into the system. I, I think it's, it's all, all hands on board. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure that what mean? that means. That's too different. You could create another identity. Yeah. There's always going to be workarounds. I love how they always say with... Um, National security, like if these were to fall into enemy hands, what? Like what would happen? Like who do you think built the internet? The the army. The government. Yeah. The government. And everyone knows everything about everything with this Pegasus. I love how you guys act like who built the internet. Like it's taking a cord and attaching two computers. Sorry, I'm I I'm pretty sure it was a a military Yeah, I get it. But I'm just saying the basic idea of the internet is this computer is attached to that computer. Now we've done it where every computer is attached to every computer and we share information via that way. But that's all the, just a series of tubes. And the biggest thing has to be the servers, right? Like the, the internet doesn't exist without electricity. Mm -hmm. That's very The the cloud. Mm -hmm. If all power goes out, you couldn't access stuff from the cloud Mm -hmm. all of a sudden because there's just massive warehouses full of. It's not a giant filing cabinet in the sky. Unfortunately not. Yes, Kumar, you are correct. If the power goes out, yeah, shit gets hairy. All bye bye. And so what what he said is the reason why you you want this decentralized thing or aspect to social media is no one can take you down. Like you you're always renting space at Twitter, Instagram. Some people make money off of whatever, but at any time they can evict you and everything you have there is gone. He's saying you should be able to have everything you have. It's such a weird flex, though. Like, listen, I would find life pretty disappointing if all I cared about was like, but I had 6,000 tweets. Like, who gives a shit? Like, do I care? No, but I think it's the followers. I think it's the whole. Yeah, it's the whole culture, whole business on Twitter. Like some people do, like Kamar's idol there. He was a Twitter guy. Yeah. Hotep Jesus. I got news for you. If you have 5 million followers on Instagram right now and Instagram takes you down and you go to the new thing, you're going to have like 2 million in one day. And then probably in the next couple of weeks, you'll get close to that five. Like, I don't know. It's an argument against. Um, I just think this guy's wasting his time. If you want me to be completely honest, I just like building a better social media. (laughs) If like we just, you agreed social media is ruining people. I don't think, I think we should just get away from it as opposed to being like, let's just build a better social media. I mean, I totally agree with that. We're putting, we're putting lipstick on a pig. That's exactly what we're trying to do. We need to slaughter the pig. Yes. There's no reason for this whole like, oh, well, if it's decentralized, it'll be better. Like we need to eat BLTs. That's what we need. Well, like think about it. His concern is like, what if they take you down? Like, no, I don't, I don't want to be there. 
I don't yeah, think other no, people should I mean, be there I either. Agree, I agree too. The fact that this is even like um, where argument and focus is happening is um, sad. Yeah. And the numbers speak for it when Joe asked him, is anyone making a living off of mines? He goes, oh yeah, people are making a living. Well, well, actually there's one person. I mean, I am. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, so I was telling Matt outside because this whole episode this guy would like throw shade at Elon without Joe saying would, Elon's Joe would dodge name. It and Joe, well, Joe would actually agree, but without saying Elon's name. As soon as Elon's name is said, Joe has to stand behind Elon. Bill Ottman, you mean? Yes. Bill, Bill Ottman, Ottman yeah, yeah, the guy we're talking about. Um, and I was saying to Matt, um, when the government comes calling to Elon and they say we need you to do this for us and he's like no i'm a i'm the free speech king and then they're like well what about nasa and all our deals and all the money we give you like tit for tat you know of course he's going to do it Listen, it, I it, said it outside. Elon's not, this whole free speech thing drives me nuts. And what's so crazy to me is Joe, a guy who's constantly harping on like, you know, we see what we did wrong in the past and we can't do that same thing in the future. Uh, media, not social media, just media. It was rich men buying up the outlets so they'd always have a place to spew their agenda to make sure that their businesses continued to make money. It's like we watched that happen. Now there's social media. We've just thrown social in front of it. New millionaires have now moved in to fill the old millionaire spots. And he's acting like it's not a fucking big deal. Like all of a sudden it's a, a we're rescuing free speech instead of taking it hostage. Like they, what's the fucking difference? I don't know. What's the, who you mad what's at the right difference? Now? I, I, He's I'm mad at Elon. Okay. I'm mad at Elon. I'm mad at Joe because I, I... Are you mad at Jeff Bezos? Yes. And you're mad at Bill Gates? Yes. And you're mad at Warren Buffett? Yes. And you're mad at Rupert Murdoch? Are you going to name all the billionaires? Oh, just to make sure you, that's who All you're, of them. There are none that I'm not you, mad at. When you're mad at Elon, you're... And those guys too. Well, I'm talking about the ones specifically Elon now... Elon you the most of them all. ...who are buying media outlets. Who have bought. Who are buying or who have bought media outlets. They're the enemy. Because we know from the past that these guys end up wielding an incredible amount of influence and they ruin our, like, that's why we're at where we are now. Well, this goes back to that 90% tax rate over $3 million. It was to let no one be that powerful. That was kind of the idea yeah. behind it. Yeah, no, no. I, and the idea was very simple. You're still going to work hard. Elon Musk is a perfect example because Joe's always like, why would someone continue to work hard if the government's going to take 90% of your money? Elon has $200 billion and he still apparently sleeps on the factory floor. So explain to me like, right. and Joe talks about how there's always going to be a difference in, in people who want to work super hard versus people who don't. Yes, there are. And Elon will still want to work super hard. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. Again, I don't want to bring it back to this, but I just, yeah, no one was meant to have $200 billion ever. That wasn't the idea. I don't even know if there was meant to be $200 billion. They couldn't have ever foreseen there was going to be that much money at play when they made What if the there's rules. anywhere where there's predictions? Well, first by of all, this year, there'll be this much value it, on the planet. It used to be backed by gold. So you're right. There couldn't have been there that much There was only so much gold they could fucking find. It. I mean, Joe even said in one of these episodes, there's only 75 cubic feet of gold in the world. I mean, whatever. that really tells you something, right? Where 
all our commodities used to be things that had like actual value because they were rare. Scarce. Yeah. Scarcity. Scarcity creates value. Diamonds, gold, yeah. whatever the oil, whatever the yeah. fuck it was. Trading cards even. That's why. Then the American government starts the, the U.S. dollar and the Federal Reserve and all of that shit. And just like idiots version, they just say... Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be something scarce anymore. Now we're just going to make printing presses and paper, which is a dime a dozen, you know, every time that shouldn't be the case. If you want to, um, lend out money, you, you should have to have money to lend out. You can't just yeah. print more money. It's, it's crazy. The whole system is bonkers. Listen, I'm an idiot. I don't understand how any of it works, but like the idea you know how they always say that the U.S. owes China whatever trillion dollars in debt? Mm-hmm. H- how? No, my favorite's when they say like the what? world. When they say the world is like $8 trillion in debt. To whom? To whom? <laughs> like what? Yeah. It doesn't even... <sighs> but it hasn't made sense this whole time. It's, it's not like... Anyways, when yeah. You, when you were 10 years old, it all made sense we, something's happened. We got too far off because we were talking about Elon and what a goddamn fraud he is and how Joe is completely blind to it, which then makes me wonder, are they like just both working under Mike Baker? And that's why he... You know, if you have the same manager as another dude, you never bat, badmouth that guy. It's just like unwritten rules. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. You don't hate Elon that much. Listen, You're I hope... different than whatever. I, I hope that this guy is what Joe hopes he is or thinks he is. I hope it would be great if there was, but do you think he's a huckster? I would like, wouldn't it be wonderful if the richest man on earth was really out there looking out for everyone? Wouldn't that be a fairy tale? Yeah. It would be nice if Superman existed too. Monorail, (laughs) monorail, monorail. Mono means one rail means rail. So to get to the... Um, it's like he's not a comedian. UFOs. No, no one has hats down like that. Uh, serious commercial. Yeah, let's get to the you UFOs. You knew anything about this incident? Well, hold on, wait. Back up one sec to money. He also was like, I think it would be really smart if the US government was invested in Bitcoin. I don't know why they're not. I said to Simon outside, the FBI is, I think, the fifth or seventh largest Bitcoin holder in the they world. They are invested. He did. They know. have. He like, how could this guy not know that? That's of course he knew that. He's a fraud. I'm I mean, not just, saying he's a fraud. But not that, saying he's a fraud, but that just came off as totally. That seemed like a weird one, you know. But how it looks all was, right because Bitcoin is going up right now. I don't. What? It doesn't matter. Point. <laughs> I don't, what? They probably invented Bitcoin. There, there. We don't know who invented it. It probably is the fucking government. I'm so sick of this. Yeah, he just wants to go back to barter. <laughs> um, so the incident in Brazil. Yeah, the inf- incident in Brazil. Was this new to you? No, I've heard about that incident of before. Of course, Simon. Are you going to don L this I'm thing sorry, the whole yeah, time I here? I don't know. It's I usually have a joint in my hand. It's all fucking... Uh, Where did I put those fidget spinners? Yeah, nice. Hook me up. I had one of those squ- cubes you gave me. Nice. That Those make noises too, don't they? But there's, one you, can, there's one you can use that's yeah. like, you know... A UFO free. crash in Brazil. Little and aliens bodies. running around. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking trip. But the whole place there now is UFOville. Yeah. Brazil. You know, that happens in every place where there's something famous for. 
The town always takes advantage of it. You'd be crazy not to. So I don't think like, do you know what I'm saying? If there is a, oh, by the way, there was a Bigfoot sighting in Owen Sound. Yeah, I heard I'm, and you're uh, going out there. I know. Going out there. So yeah. if anybody wants to come along on a little uh, Bigfoot expedition, could no. be fun. I think I'm good. I always want content. Could be fun. Uh, anyways, I, I might be too scared to go. It's a very scary. Well, the funny part was Joe what was like, is there about? any proof? And he was like, yeah, people died. And Joe was like, yeah. He's like, well, there's proof that they died. Well, and what proof do you like? Look, you know, there isn't proof proof because otherwise we would know that. No, right? I mean, I'm with him that it would be if the military did fly down there. There's obviously records of that, but we're never getting our hands on those. So why even bother talking about but it? Had you heard about this incident no, prior to no, this episode? No, so. No. For me too. I'm wondering why it's never been spoken of before. As well, we, there are plenty, and like uh, you supposed know, to be once a month. There's that one in Africa, the right? school one. Yeah. That's like yeah. a that's a huge event. Yeah, it million, not millions, tons of witnesses. It was like a hundred kids and thirty adults or something. Like it was a big. Di- you never hear about that. If it wasn't for James Fox, the guy who did the documentary about that one. He's also did one on the uh, South Africa school there. I mean, listen, it's weird that Corbell has this guy on and he just straight up is like, yeah, we have like just out of the blue. All of a sudden now the government's like, oh, yeah, we we definitely have craft. I find the whole I'm with you, Maddie. I find the whole thing suspicious with the government involvement because they never tell you the truth about everything, anything. And when they do decide to tell you about something, it's always because they're playing out some narrative. Like you can look back in history and see. So why should this time be any different, right? Like they... Dude, it's David Blaine's sleight of hand. And I'm not saying... Look over here. I am not saying that aliens don't exist. I'm saying they absolutely do. But when the government comes out and tells you something, like I would just be very wary of that information. What's mm-hmm. craziest is they talked about it is that guy is the new Snowden leaked a bunch of information. And I guess the uh, New York times or the wall street June journal named him mm-hmm. before he was apprehended. And the story is this guy leaked who cares what he leaked where the leak is everything. That is what it's all about. That is yeah. open sourcing information, but he leaked a bunch of information that could get wrong hands they never say what could happen, but the big thing is this guy did it, and they're going to obviously put him in jail for the it rest of It was interesting. Well, there's new laws now about UFO... Um, Leaking? Yeah, like you're covered. So are you sure about that? No, this isn't UFO. Oh, this guy leaked this. This oh. was the Ukraine leak. Okay, so that, that's not covered. No, this but would UFO be like UFO people are covered, and that was interesting that they said... Um, Congress has said this? Yeah. That uh, Bob Lazar can now come out and tell his story because he's covered by this law. That, that sounds like the he coolest just pleads thing. the fifth on all the whorehouse stuff. It sounds. It just sounds like uh, the Bears are putting out sandwiches with a sign that says "Free sandwiches." Yeah. We're friends now, and then they maul you yeah. the second you come and eat the free sandwiches. Uh, oh, I was gonna say. Um, a lot of people believe that had Hillary won the election against Trump the first time. Okay. We would know about all the alien stuff now because she was very interested in it. Podesta was her, um, uh, henchman second in command Henchman. there. And 
he was, you know, they found all that information on his laptop. That was the whole thing with, um, with, uh, blink one eighty two guy there. Can never remember. They played name. at Coachella. Blink one eighty two did. Yeah. Anyways. So that's interesting. Like, uh, as a, what if, what if she had one right now, we may ha- be having a totally different conversation. I doubt it. But he contends that there's people at, at a position or a level of classification that do know this and just see the world differently. And I think that bothers anyone. Yeah, I like mean... What makes someone suited to know more than another person? Right Is it now... just trustworthiness? Right now, we function in the world, everyone, human beings, because we know certain things for certain, Right. The sky is blue and outer space is outer space. These are just the things we were taught to believe. The ocean only goes down a certain uh, depth and there's only fish down there. These are things we're taught to believe. If those are different, that then changes the way you, you humans perceive the place we are. If we know for a fact that there are aliens all around, if we know for a fact that there are uh, portals at the bottom of the ocean, if we know for a fact that the earth is flat or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like that, I know you don't think it makes a difference, but it really, it really does. We look at, we're looking through a keyhole, right? And we look and we see what we understand. If all of a sudden that keyhole is bigger and you can see more widely, that could really change. You know, all of a sudden, maybe instead of going right, you're going to take a hard right because you can now see out of the corner of your eye. It's a great analogy, man. And this guy thinks it's all about open sourcing. I believe it's it's the allegory of the cave is what you're talking about, but whatever. Let's move on. He he speaks of copy left versus copy right. Do you think you survive for a month without a phone? What does that mean? Well, copyright is protect something. Copy left is let everyone use it. Oh, copy left. I see. Um, That's clever. Could well, you? Well, we, well, hold on. Now you just want to move on from that? Like copyright, it's funny because copyright, I think, is important. But at the same time, I think we've seen recently that um, there's like a certain level of usage that should be allowed. Like dog face. That's a perfect example. You know what I mean? Normally, he wouldn't be able to use that song. Like, it would be taken down. And he'd just be Nathan? Yeah. No, but not only does he get big, dude, the sales on that song and the streams went up like 8,000% over the next two weeks. It's a win-win. Yeah. So my point is like, you know, like, let's say we make a two-hour YouTube video and we intro it with like a 30 seconds of a Metallica song. You know what I mean? And then they demonetize it because we use that Metallica song like... Is it, are people really tuning in to hear the 30 seconds of that Metallica song? Like, I find those, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a big fan of, Metallica's a good example. They fought Napster because they were like, it's going to kill our album sales. We're never going to make any money anymore. And then we come to find out that they made far more money after Napster than they ever thought possible. So in a way, by giving their music away for free, they were able to tour and make vastly more fans, make way more money. So there is, in a way, like, there's something to be said for licensing out your music. Like Moby. Moby, I can't remember what album it was. He licensed out the, the entire album. If you had, if you were Ford and you wanted to use a Moby song, go nuts. If you were whoever, you could license out that music. And he, it ended up like that album was fucking huge. You're split on open sourcing versus closed sourcing. No, I think you should listen. I think you should be able to protect your intellectual property. But I just think that people are too... 
Um, we have a very old, archaic view of it. I think he thinks it's what it's like the linchpin that's holding us back. That's why he pushes the way he is. Do you think you can survive without a phone for a month? And you got to do stuff. You got to function. You can't just stay and wait. Like I'm here. Living your life the next month, no phone. I mean, it would be very difficult, but yeah, I could do it. When we moved to Vancouver, I didn't have a phone for, like, I didn't have a cell phone for the first couple months. And, like, my boss was finally just like, you're either going to get a phone or lose this job. Like, those are your options. You were living life fine without it. It wasn't impeding you, but people around you are like, we got to be able to get a hold of you sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, the funny thing was I had an iPhone. So like I used it for like I had music on it and I used it for like the camera. And then when I was at home, I had internet so I could use it for that. But like I didn't have like a cell phone plan. I didn't have. And there were, you know, like we didn't have cell phones for a lot of our life. And our parents didn't have and they didn't. And the world went on and babies were still made and people still got jobs. And But my point was I still had a phone. Like I still had a camera and my music. Like, I guess that's the question. Is the internet connectivity what makes the phone? Because I, It's almost like consciousness. Well, no, because at that point, I was using it as an iPod with a camera. You Would you, would you messenger on it? On no, Wi-Fi? On no, like no, no, no. Well, you don't need any of it is the point. Yeah, but I like... Look, here's the thing. I really like taking photos. I have a good camera. It's very cumbersome to constantly be bringing that thing around with me. A fucking bag. Yeah. Worried about it getting stolen. It's nice to just be able to have... You know what, Matt? If there were never phones, technology would have brought us, instead of to this point, to just make you a nice thin little camera that you can come in your pocket. I doubt it. I like Joe's analogy that uh, clothes are technology. Yeah. And you could not wear clothes, but you do. And that phones are sort of like, now you don't, you might, I don't, see myself pushing towards a place where I can describe the phone. I mean, comparing clothes and phones seems like a stretch to me. All to all under the umbrella of technology. I just don't understand what, like right now, I don't understand why I would. I have GPS. I can find my way to anywhere. I can translate any language, basically. Life would be harder without it. Yeah, of course. But you'd get back on track and live it like you once did. I mean, right now, if there was like a, they dropped a bomb. EMP. And it took out the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not, not. Power, yeah. just the internet, mm-hmm. never to return. So your phone then became just a camera and uh, maybe a phone because maybe it runs on the lines instead yeah. of on Cellular the, network. the okay, data, sure. right? Right? Sure. Um, you would be just fine, man. The world would go on just fine. We'd adapt like we always do to everything and you'd be just fine. You'd probably be way better off in the end. Like, I yeah, just, it's it wasn't that, a philosophical. It was like, but how do you think? Do you think hold you on, start using a phone. So you think that humanity since the since you think it's just the internet has killed humanity is what you're saying? Wasn't part of the plan. Um, I mean, I think there are lots of culprits, but I think yeah, it's probably been the because uh, you, for example, like let's lose, let's use the, you, the let's juice. let's just use Simon as a perfect example, Simon. yeah. Okay. Simon starts this podcast every week normally 
with telling us what he watched during that week. He yeah. watched all that stuff via the internet. Yeah, but you would so, still have television. We had television growing up. I, yeah, I and you tell couldn't you go the, back to that right now. I can tell now. you about you the go cable to that television right now. I watched. Oh my God, imagine. You could. You could. So you Simon, you could you watch could. TV for so a week. Simon, yeah, when, when TV goes back to episodic with commercials and you have to be I home Wednesday at 8. It's over. But you could do it. Listen, that's better. No, I'm not saying it's That is so disingenuous. The answer is no, you can't. You can't live without your phone. You don't go backwards. No, you're so silly. That, I think it's honest. I, I guess. Look, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I know you're not going to do it. I'm saying humanity <laughs> would be better if we yes. did. Agree. Okay, of so course, there we'd you be go. better if we'd ever made So don't focus your ire at me. Focus your ire on humanity. So no, wait, I, you I said don't there have are, ire for you. I you, don't have ire. You said there are many culprits. So it seems like you are anti-cell phone, anti-the internet. Um, what are the other culprits? Like, what else has ruined society in Simon's eyes? Um, probably like the banning of drugs. That mm-hmm. would be a big one. Yeah, but that was put in place long, long, long ago. In but the, it is separate. The, it is a separate 80s. sort of area. The banning of drugs in the eighties. What the fuck are you talking? I'm pretty about? sure that's like. Reagan came in and put it in Well, a bunch there was of Nancy Reagan's say no to drugs campaign, but well, like they started it, but before that, like whoever well, the hippie movement, but like all that was still illegal. Like you, pot was pot's been a schedule one drug since fucking William Randolph Hearst. Yeah, okay, fair enough, I guess. Oh, which keep is, going. Which though. is what, the forties? Twenties? Uh, I think it's later than that, maybe. That's a good question. Electricity's good though. Um what I, what do I think the other problems are? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are other ones, but like before you could live your whole life and never know about any of those problems. And now you know about all of them. Mm. I just, I don't know if like we were, we're so, and you see everybody's so depressed now, like, and all like every, it's just, there's so much more unhappiness and that's all because we're privy to so much more. Of everything. When I'm out, everyone's happy. Like, I hate to sound like the cliche of other guys. Everybody's happy, Kamar. Like, yeah. Shows, they're, everyone's they're fucking out. Happy. They're all laughing at your comedy. Not and even just as they interact where they are. I said that to someone the other day and they looked me dead in the eyes and they said, that's because you're a cisgendered white male. And well, I, I said, okay. I just think you're wrong. I think most people you talk to nowadays are like suffering from some sort of anxiety or depression or something. There's like, but why do you assume that when our parents were coming up, they weren't also depressed? Maybe just in a different way. I mean, maybe they were. Yeah. Like, listen, let's 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 start by saying this: a home is unpurchasable now. Rent yep. is insane. So that alone, like, you could put those two things alone, Simon. I think that would add so much stress and anxiety over a phone or internet or social media. I think not being able to provide for yourself, whether it be food, clothes, shelter. I think all of that trumps everything we're talking about. I think, like, my mom was telling me the other day, because I was fucking obviously down on myself as I normally am, and she was like, we bought our first house, the one I lived in, on McLeod. She was like, we bought it for $55,000 in the 80s. I was like, that's fucking... Think about the leap from then to now. Yeah, it's crazy. I think you're strengthening my point that there's just, like, a tremendous amount of misery out there. Okay. But the internet, like... Well, it, it, it isn't. It, of course, isn't directly responsible, but it's like 
sped everything up so quickly that in a normal period of time, maybe it would be 50 years before we were where we are now, but because it was like almost an X factor, right? Like, can we agree to that? The phone or the internet? The advent of the internet is like an X factor. It's, it leaps us so far forward right away. With unintended consequences and positive And then now we're seeing like that next step, right? From internet or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the right word for it to AI, but one definitely like is bred from the other because the AI becomes what it is because it has all the information from whatever you want to call the internet in air quotes, you know? Yeah, but again, the internet is just the sharing of data. And there's no way that you could argue that the sharing of data worldwide has been bad. We might use it improperly. I might argue, I might be down with that. Like I might say to you, if you want to argue that, then I'm, I can get on board. But as far as just, I have a tough time arguing that like someone in sub-Saharan Africa 20 years ago, pre-internet is, is worse off now having all the access to all this information. And you can, I know you can get into the argument of like disinformation and this and that, and that's fine too, but no, I mean, I, I probably agree with you there because you want to find out, like I said, we want to know if the world is round or flat. We want to know what's in the ocean and we're never going to know those things. So sure. I agree. But the manipulation and the misuse of our current internet has ruined the world and we are now pushing towards the next which is what they were talking about with like ai on the brink of coming right like it's it's right there this uh chat gpt4 is like so ridiculous it's it's what about when it saved the dog's life well i mean that to me seems more like incompetence than so yes it could help doing like a double check for you Super important, right? Like, especially if you're talking about doctors and things like that, it's almost like getting a second opinion without even having to go to a doctor because you're double checking that. That's all that was, Kamar. They even said it. It was like, there are two things that would cause this and the doctor didn't look at the second one. But even then, you just, so right there, that could save our healthcare system so much money a year, especially with your free healthcare. Like, think about it like this. Everything. You can have a, a, a... I don't want to say government run, but you could have a, a chat GPT um, health bot Yep. Nope. that you just, it starts queuing you questions and you answer it as, as honestly as you can. And then it can go through and say like, maybe you should go to the hospital or listen, you're probably just given the fact that you mentioned you smoke pot and meth today, you should probably calm down. You're not having a heart. Like they've turned, I think we can agree here, Matt. I think we've come to some like middle ground where we can agree whatever you want to call it the sharing of information digitally mm-hmm. is a good thing of course but has been totally mismanaged misused and it's been manipulated it's been co-opted by the because wrong. of money yes tied in to money so that they always have to make more money whether or not the system needs to get better or not that's because we let rich people get exceedingly rich and then they built lobbies and those lobbies lobby Congress I and just, Congress never wins. Uh, I, I, I guess think chat GPT will eventually be a really good therapist. Like when it gets a level that it understands you, the excuses you're making when you do, when you talk to it, you dude, know what I mean? It'll be a better. And it th- records every single thing. And when you talk, say, Kamar, two weeks ago, you were doing this exact same self-talk, but if it was personable, like it would be able to say, it would have all of your history. Mm-hmm. 
you would come in, you would say, uh, Deborah was mean to me. Like she always is at the office and this is bullshit. And it's making me, and it could look at you and say, look, Deborah isn't being mean to you. You do this every week. You pick a new person to, which maybe your therapist wouldn't say, because even a therapist has feelings, you know, they're like, anyways, here's what's really crazy. This is a positive. Well, here's what I mean. Maybe here's what's really crazy. (laughs) Let's say, so obviously there's going to be different chat GPT iterations as we move forward, but let's say for the next 10 years, it only gets better, which of course it is. If it's talking to every single person every day, and it eventually has access to your health information, the sky's the limit. Like this thing could in positivity. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And hear me out. Like it could, it could do this. It could say, it could say, okay, over the last 10 years, um, let's just throw out a number, a hundred thousand people that have been interacting with chat GPT, have been diagnosed schizophrenic. And it could then go back and it could look at every single interaction it's had. Like, let's say, okay, let's go a step further. Let's say ChatGPT is hooked up to your phone and it's just listening to everything, right? Because let's say you've opted in, okay? So you say, I want ChatGPT to hear everything I'm saying. So it's picking up on every intonation, all the speech therapy, whatever. And then ChatGPT can say, hey, listen, I've picked up on your speech that, 70% 70% of the people who were diagnosed with schizophrenia, I picked up the same thing in your speech yeah, pattern. Yeah, that's what I and meant. Can, Sorry. Th- that was more what I was getting at, is it can now then search a database. About- yeah, and it could say, listen, there's Amazing. an 80... It can say, I, I can say with 80% certainty, 90% certainty that you should go get checked for schizophrenia because... Or and it could be anything, Parkinson's, uh, like you name it. It could... We don't know, because I mean, a lot of it's... Uh, like we read DNA, it would just read people. Well, I'm just saying, not everything could it read people. It's not going to read your speech pattern and go, you have prostate cancer. Well, identify patterns and just sort of... But I'm just saying, what a doctor does, right? It's just a human version of who's that. Who's fallible, GPT, who's distracted, who's, who's looking at you and on. saying, oh, well, you know, I've seen this 10 times before. It's probably what you have. Let's, you know... I mean, listen... It's a, my educated guess. More a, good than bad. Let's use Canada as an example. In a free healthcare system with 36 million people, we would just have to say, okay, we need to build X amount of MRI machines so that every Canadian can go once a year to have an MRI. Whole body. Half hour, whatever it takes. Two hours. I don't know. And then you just feed that to chat GPT or whatever fucking... Canada is so stupid, eh? And I'm sure it's like this in the States too. Like, you have these, the <laughs> these massive... Um, medical backlogs yeah if they just gave the pharmacist the ability to like refill a couple of prescriptions I'm they not can do s- that now can they yeah really yeah oh that's interesting We're so stupid though there's certain things where you can go to the oh, pharmacist so, now and they can give yeah. you a prescription for certain I'm just saying things it, and it's not very many Matt, no, no, but it's a start i'm right? trying to i'm trying to get an eczema or a cream. psoriasis yeah, yeah. cream renewed and they won't we're yeah. talking about like the most innocuous uh it, it can't it. do anything it doesn't even oh maybe it does i, I don't think know. it has steroids either it, way why. it's so fucking dumb like what do they think i'm selling it on the black market i'm eating it to make myself into like a fucking negranu no what's his name my point Naganu? my point is simply simon that's a good it's a good start you were saying they should do this they've at yeah. least started to roll that out and yeah. some, if it Anyways, works that didn't have anything to do with anything we were talking my, about ai my point was just if they had the capacity to to where every canadian who was willing like it, for your health benefits you go every year you get an mri and then you they feed the mri to this fucking ai yeah and, i mean if it's like that machine they had on uh, star trek I'm just saying though, if you're, you know? if think about it, if it's free healthcare and we're trying to keep everyone healthy so that they can keep paying fucking taxes so that these politicians keep robbing us, 
the best way to do that is, like I said, because then if you get an MRI every year and they're feeding it million, 36 million MRIs a year, it's going to be spotting everything. But if they, sorry, yeah, I agree with you. Right, if, like the first sign of prostate cancer, colon cancer, pancreatic cancer, cancer of the lungs, any of that, a tumor, it'll all be spotted way before a human technician would ever, especially if it's looked at hundreds of millions of them. Sorry, keep going. Simon. Yeah, no, it will. And it won't end up being used for medical because it'll be monopolized by some thing that makes them a hell of a lot more money, I imagine. But that's the thing is the medical, like they'll, they'll always be money in medicine. That's never going away. So you're excited. Uh, chat GPT's out of the bag, but you're excited where it's going. You're, no, I'm very wary. I'll tell I'm you. I'm weary as well. I'll tell I'll you. You are weary. Yeah. Well, just look at this. Like, I'll give you a real world problem that could happen tomorrow. Okay. We're already there and nobody has created any safeguards against it. Okay. AI generated child porn. What's to stop that from happening right now? That's a good thing you're saying. Are you insane? Well, no, no children are harmed. It's just made up. Well, I still don't think it's a good thing. I also disagree. We don't. I don't think we have the proper data to decide whether or not, like we know from serial killers that it starts off small. I don't think you want anybody watching child porn. Even if that's your craving, I don't think you want them. I don't think you want them looking at drawn pictures of ch- people fucking children or naked children. Do you know what I'm saying? What if chat GPT could make it or AI could make it so no child porn could exist? So you even try to construct like it. Just, That'd be great. Well, this is exactly my point, Kamar. So AI is this thing that is on its way. There have to be some laws put into place. It can't just be a free-for-all. And it can't be a thing where they're going to wait until it happens to fix the problem because it's happening so quickly because the rate of expansion on this AI seems to... Like, um, ChatGPT3 just came out. And they four. already four have a four. No, I'm but saying on. In, like, in Kumar, it wasn't even a month. I just thought about this a different way. Try to steal man it the other way. In Kamar's defense, um, what Kamar's arguing is that if, if AI was creating child porn, there is less likelihood of maybe people exploiting kids to take the photos that they, in yep. that regard. You, you are, he is correct, but you were also correct. You start by looking at the made-up child porn, and then you're like, well, that's not enough. Yeah, this is made up. Concern, it's the yes. same reason Kamar goes to Vine or OnlyFans, right? Like, not you. I'm saying whoever. Right. But, the, but, but I, you. A person named Kamar. <laughs> the, Just use your imagination. A rando named Kamar. Um, Real creative. You know, you, you start. <laughs> Improv. You, we were just talking about it last week. Like, you start at porn, and then, you know, you end up at OnlyFans. Mr. Hands. Like, yeah, I mean, listen, Kamar, I'm not going to sit here and be like AI is the doom and gloom. There ha- there's obviously many positives. My concern, I said this a few weeks ago, my concern is if we, the public now, have access to ChatGPT on an app, like what does the what level is the military AI at? That has to be the real concern and question. And then I go back to this. Oh, they you just have, don't see a future in it. They haven't really picked it up yet. Well, no, but then I go back to this. Like, they talked about Russia swinging elections. And, like, why would we assume that it's Russia? Like, maybe, like I said, maybe they have some AI that's out of control. That's just like, I'm going to create chaos. Yeah. 
or even Russia. The, or, Which would just listen, be as scary as revealing there's aliens. We don't even talk about other countries. Think it about, would be. Think about another country. If another country had the perfect AI, it just sends this AI bot out and says, create uh, chaos on like all these social media platforms in the US. And then what? You can have like four years of insanity and then COVID comes along and it's like the perfect kindling to really go crazy. Like, I don't know. It, there's nothing to tell me that this thing isn't already. I think it's too late because I can get passionate when talking about this, you know, just have excitement and I don't really make sense. So forgive me there. But most people I tell about ChatGPT and try to explain like in the simplest way, uh, an example of how it's a tool to do something and your eyes just glaze over. But nobody's saying it can't be a tool. Maybe that's no, most the point. people are saying I don't care. I don't know what you're talking well, that's about. That's just because they don't know yet. But maybe that's the point is you're like That's why it's too late. M- medical is great. And maybe they should be focusing this solely to things like that, like medicine and not into this pop culture world of any kid being able to get this chat GPT what to about write their essay judicial? for them. Let me ask you a question though, Kamar. So let's say let's say every year for the next four years, uh, you got a nice birthday message from me. At the same time, so like six. The first one so like weird me out. Six p.m. on your birthday, you get a message from me. It's perfectly written. It seems very loving. And then you there's fi- something personal in it too. Sure, and then you find out in the fifth year that I've just set up some Chat GPT bot that goes through my calendar, and anytime it's someone's birthday, I have it set up to email that person some loving birthday message with some sort of like. Kamar doesn't care about birthdays, so this no, no, is a bad example. But, Do it on me. Okay, you. I yeah. would be upset. That's my point, right? Is like, it, Thanks well, for all those birthday wishes. I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, about. no, but Exa- exactly. No, but it's a weird thing because in I guess in one in one aspect, I've taken the time to set up a bot to wish all my friends a happy birthday so that they know. Oh, I'm, aren't you a great no, but, fucking? But guy. You know what I mean? No, no, but that's what I mean. Is like it's it. I I too, Simon would be angry. Not angry. I'd be like, it just doesn't seem very. Send me nothing. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the same. Um, you're not thinking about me. Yeah, you've got birthday. your robot butler to send me a fucking happy birthday. Yeah, and that's a concern, right? Because I heard like that guy Max that was on uh, Lex. He said that he's like, if you got a a birthday wish from your mom and you found out the Chat GPT wrote it, like, does it really have the same meaning all of a sudden? Like, even if it's even if when you read it, you felt something. Like, if you find that out after yeah. the fact, like, like if you got a good night kiss from your mom and then you found out that your mom didn't really exist and she had just been an android the whole time. You would feel betrayed. Wow. And what happens when the girl finds out that though? Hey, just check it on you before I go to work. Hope you have a great day, man. Yeah, it's just chat GPT. <laughs> I just at slightly different times yeah. so it mixes it up. I also loved when he was talking about like Hillary carrying the alien book. Because a lot of people think Haley, uh, Hillary's one of the lizard people. So I was just thinking, I was like, <laughs> I love the thought of the lizard people. Like, you know, a lot of people are onto this Hillary lizard. And they're like, oh, they're so stupid up there. Like, just give her an alien book. That'll yeah. throw them right, yeah. <laughs> throw them right off the they're, scent. They're Wookiees. And yeah, make, make them think they're lizard people. Fucking great. The one thing I... More likely is that she was interested in aliens. I'm just saying. No, she's probably a lizard. Well, I mean, we know Hillary. she is. Uh, I wonder, because you know how I say, if you can't imagine it, it's sort of not possible. My worst example is racism. You can't imagine what about racism, so it'll never actually get there. No one can imagine how the Neuralink works. <clears throat> like whether it's like you see words on the screen, like you hear a voice in your... 
I mean, that, they, they they fret about it. Oh, you think that's minor? That's no. I just like you don't know how a phone line works. You don't know how the television works. Explain to me okay. how no, anything no, no, no. He's, you get he's, on this end, on. and the other person talks on that end. The he's, interface. He's talking about user interface UI or UX. What he's saying is he he gets that he doesn't understand how a cell phone works. What he's saying is that he understands that when the phone rings. He can answer it, or he can put it on speaker, or he can attach. I can it to describe it. all that. He he gets that. What Don't he's saying is what, what it, he's saying is how will Neuralink work? Will it be like? Will it be an overlay on the world? Will it be a screen that appears almost like in the corner, like is a picture in picture? Saying, hey Matt, we got this, or what? Like, I have no. No one describes what that actually would be like. He's asking mm, like in, I, a metaphorical. You're asking a hypothetical question. Yeah, he's saying in like they a her. Like remember the, the movie Her? Yeah, I imagine it's going to be like your icons come down as an overlay. That's how they show it in all the movies and stuff. Kamar, so. what I had said to you was if you had like let's say you have Neuralink installed and you have uh, Google Maps up. You're trying to walk to a restaurant that's ten blocks away. It would be overlaid on the street, so there would be a big yellow, uh, sorry, blue line in the middle of the street. And then when you had to turn right, that line would go right on. So you, but can you then okay go there and then check out and watch Seinfeld while your body's walking? Probably oh, that would thing. be the fucking shit. Follow, well, well, why exactly? Follow the, the yellow line, and you can go and keep us on target. Watch porn. Give eyes to any girls you walk by. Like I don't want to be. It's I don't know. Um, set it on male chauvinist. Set it on cat call. You're, you're slapping <laughs> girls' asses. What, whatever as you're walking by. Whatever person you got to be there, but it wasn't me. It was, ten, sorry. Set it on construction worker. Nice tits. Ten percent racist. Like watch out, Jew. <laughs> Sort of like you could just only ten percent. I like that. Could if you worse. had, you know, some, tell you to watch some out. work, and he only said Jew. Some work could just be go on widget assembly <laughs> mode, and then you. Check I said out that to you. Whatever. I said that to you. That yeah. would be the best. Is if you could just do any mindless job you had, your body would take over the work, and you could be doing whatever. You could be learning the piano if you wanted for eight hours a day. And I, I you know what, I don't. I don't know if that's so great. You don't want to see it either, or you want to see it so you can be mad about it. But Simon, let me ask you a question. If you could, if you could just set Neuralink to do a one hour workout with cardio and that whole time, and it's, you're getting the benefits, like you're doing the workout mm-hmm. yeah, but the no, whole time. It's true. I'll do it. I'll do it. And if, yes, if, yes, if any of that around. Neuralink means I don't have to work anymore, then I'm oh, in too. Plug me like, in right just, away. I, I pretend to fight wow, it, but the second day. that it means that I don't have to go to a job anymore, I'm like, fucking count me in. Yeah. Right? Why not? No, I wouldn't. I'm just joking. I'm trying to get the fuck out of the city to the country, so eventually I can just say... Yeah, but even then, you're going to need firewood. So if you can put it on cut firewood mode for six hours while you're watching your favorite fucking whore island, like, that's perfect. I don't see the problem with that. I'm hoping that when I'm cutting the firewood, I don't have the time for whore island. Like we used to, you know? Uh, I mean, But here, that's a good... So, Kamar, here's a good one. With Neuralink, you could stretch out a screen and then plant that screen anywhere in the world you want. So Simon's out cutting wood. He's not going to bring a television outside or a projector. That's insane. What he's going to do is he's going to stretch the screen out across like whatever four trees. It doesn't have to be trees. It could be the, the sky. And then he's chopping wood while Whore Island plays. And he can look. Keep in mind, he looks down. He sees the wood. It's not, impe- it's not an impediment. It's I mean, still it, projected. It sounds like earphones, you know? Yeah, what you use. and No, I I, I know. Yeah. So I, I'm saying, like, I don't know. It taps that, into your that's, eardrum. That's and just fine. Goes. If I can listen to a podcast while I chop wood, 
Like we've come far enough. That's it, been my dream since I was a child. Well, this is thinking though, this is thinking that you can access information at a whim versus you just have it. You don't even have to query because it's just, it's all there. Well, that's a problem. I have, I have a problem with that. Because it's the one thing about chat GPT right now is it still takes a prompt. So nobody is smart and nobody is dumb anymore. There is no such thing yeah, as I a told you that's a problem. That's a big problem. You never say you don't say I did not know yeah, that. No, it's yeah, never yeah. spoken again. Well, no, but because it kills all conversation, right? Like if I haven't seen Simon in a week, I might be like, dude, did you see this? You know, like last weekend. You go to speak. I go. Yes, I know. Well, that yeah. <laughs> No, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, think about last week. I was like, dude, I wanted to show you that current Capels video. You know, we spent five minutes watching it. You went, oh, that was pretty sick. Like, exactly. I just exact, watched you watch it. I, know, <laughs> I know exactly yeah. what you experienced. Like before I've asked that. you, have you seen the current? Yeah, of course I've seen it. They'll just find a. Uh, they'll just find an around where you can like enter a program. Enjoy a video with Simon. I guess, yeah. And they'll put it in and Comedians create like the illusion. That you, um, the only well, thing that would be interesting. Will be totally useless. The only thing that would be interesting would be like animals. That's just hilarious. stuff that you have no idea what it's going to do. Come our comedy shows, you've, you're setting it up and they're already laughing. Because yeah. they, they see the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you're have to catch up because you know and, everything. And why waste the energy laughing? Yeah, it's true. Right? Like no, you, you just set it on know the punchline. I see. You don't want to waste your own, but you can definitely. Yeah. Well, since let we've the just said all this stuff that. out loud, it's completely possible. No, it sounds horrible. According to my theory. I'm um, gonna stick to I think the eighties or the no, the seventies. They were talking about the issue with ideologies like embedded with arguments. When you make an argument if you're pro life, then you have to be uh gun and you're stuck with a bunch of things instead of just yeah. whatever it is the time you feel this thing I think that's one of the issues with the UFOs there's no like political slant it's not like conservatives have this one idea about UFOs and no I think everyone would just it, like an answer it, it's, it is a unifier in that way that all these things divide us but when you talk about UFOs you can't be like yeah we, we gotta get their tax money or I don't know I'll say this my idea is not articulated AI makes me believe that 100% they're aliens. Because I remember, uh, is his name Brian Simpson? Who's the English astrophysicist who's been on a bunch? Not Brian Simpson. No, that's a comedian. Yeah. You are thinking... Uh, the guy that studies nothing and knows nothing? The maybe. universe guy? Green, maybe? Brian Green, I think that's it. He's very like soft-spoken English. Yeah, I know who anyway, you're about. Whimsical almost. Yeah, he was saying he was like... Uh, I remember him saying that... There's definitely other civilization, civilizations out there, but none of them will last long enough to ever make contact with another one. Like, there's a good chance that the aliens we're seeing are are us. That we've already done this. Yes, right? That AI, that, AI, that AI has gotten us so far that we've left. Like, if you... You should have said that and said, I give this a three. If you... <laughs> left, gone to Mars, let this... Not even Mars, forget it. Let... We've gone, okay, so we figured out to travel at the speed of light, let's say, safely. Once you do that, there's no coming back to any. So, like, let's say the people that built the pyramids, okay? They have AI. They figured out everything. That's how they moved all these blocks. We don't have any record of them because they were wiped out. So, me, you, and Kamar, we get in a ship. We're going to fly to the edge of the galaxy and back. Light speed. So, for us, it's a five-minute trip. But we've come back and it's three million years later. Yeah. And anything we recognize is gone. There's still two pyramids sitting there. Those we recognize. Sure. Or maybe light speed has nothing to do with it because that's a concept that our brains understand, light speed. And it's 
snapping your fingers and a portal and and no time has Quantum passed. Well, it doesn't have to be I'm a just, portal. First of all, black holes, we we understand very little about. Theoretically, if you could figure out a black hole, you could get from A to B. You could bend time and space. I mean, again, this is human nonsense, you know. Quantum, I mean? Quantum know AI is going to be... We don't know that it's human nonsense. Like, we... I'm with you. It's human nonsense in the say, in the fact that like aliens who land tomorrow and be like, all your math is fucked. And that's why you haven't gone very far or done very much. They yeah, could. Like yes. You don't even understand you breathe and you but don't even on. understand breathing. They could though, Simon, they could say your math, they could say your math is good. It's just nowhere near advanced enough in the sense that you got it right. Like math is universal. You got to just have a very cursory yeah. understanding of it. that's possible. Your math is good. You just don't understand that energy is actually singing. No, I'm just being facetious, but right? Sure. Like, yeah. imagine that Einstein's theory is right. The sausage fingers and everything everywhere E equals MC squared. The M is actually music. Sure. Instead of mass. <laughs> he makes it up. Maybe I'm right. Probably not. But maybe I'm right. Um, it might yeah. be one of those moments, you know? Consciousness. That's always an interesting one. We talked about it last week. David Cho brought it up about... Um, the uh, dog is the only one who feels remorse. Like, what is the sign of consciousness and where do we see it start and end? No one knows. I know, and that's what I thought. I thought that was weird. Like, so they were certain that the orcas were conscious. They agreed on that. Mm -hmm. But why not the other animals then? I don't, like, what's the difference? If one, if all, you mean? His idea was that, like, an antelope will um, go, like, to the fucking watering hole carry trauma that sort of yeah and an alligator will nearly take its head off yeah and then it'll run away and five minutes later it'll just go to the other end of that same pond and forget that there was ever an alligator i don't don't think he forgets i think that we forget that at in drought time in the sahara or wherever there are so few watering holes they have to drink like it's not you you know what i'm saying they don't want to drink with the alligators they have to because (laughs) The alligators know that all these things are coming and they have to go because they'll die of thirst. I, just, I mean, Simon, you also act like scientists haven't probably run a, an immense amount of tests over the last hundred years on animals, right? I mean, I'm sure they have. We don't understand consciousness. So the idea of I looking agree. for consciousness in another thing, it's like, but it's like it doesn't we, even make any sense. We might build it without knowing we're doing it. Well, he actually Maybe. brought up what I brought up, which was that we won't, like, we don't understand the beginning of consciousness. So we won't know it when we see it. Right. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, yeah. that's exactly what I said. Yeah. We we have no idea what the early, the earliest like soupçon of fucking consciousness looked like. I guess we can see it right now in certain primates, right? Like that like orangutan started using tools recently. So I guess you could argue that maybe that's some sort of we don't like what is conscious though? Like what does it mean? It feels I'm aware like of myself. GPT I'm aware is. of my death. Yeah, even though that's impossible. I don't know what it means. You're aware of your own life and death. I think that would have a part of it. Because are you really conscious if you think that you live forever? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's find out. Consciousness. What the the fuck does it mean? But I think we say that and we're talking about like soul. We're talking about the spark of like... So here, consciousness simply means the state of being awake and aware of one's surroundings. Then there's also the awareness of perception of something by a person. Well, that's stupid because then, of course, all animals are conscious, right? Yeah, they're awake. They're and aware awake of their and aware of their surroundings. I mean, unless you're like a bat, but even they, 
blind, they're still aware of their surroundings. It's. Uh, I was arguing that fish have no consciousness. Yeah, I, I I don't know what I think. That's weird. I think it would be weird to because with consciousness, one will have a conscience. So Freud We've been down that road before. Freud divided human consciousness into three levels of awareness: the conscious, the preconscious, and the unconscious. I don't know if that helps or muddies it the waters. It okay, doesn't just, help. Everything you unconscious said doesn't help. As we were discussing before. You'd rather the un in front of the. Here's a different. Yeah. Here's a different one. This is from Merriam-Webster. Capable of or marked by thought, will, design, or perception. That's interesting. <coughs> but Related it, to being or being part of consciousness, the conscious mind, consciousness, and unconscious process. I don't know. It's not helping. So yeah, we can't even. We can barely define the word consciousness, let alone. What it, what means it is, to, what to look for, whether it's already here or out there, if we found it, or that's why I always years we split ago, the atom before we knew it could have blown up the whole world. We're going ahead with this too. But that's why years ago on this show I said I was like, if we can't understand it, how can we program it into a computer? Like all we do with ChatGPT, we've we've created a program. That was one of the things it said to never do. You never teach AI to code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the, that was the second thing, and we did that right away. Well, AI is your answer, Matt is that eventually you create something good enough that it just figures it out on its own. So that would be the most dangerous thing ever. If a computer figured out what consciousness was before we we did, and it explained it to us. That I think seems... What's interesting is it translates anything in a second to any language. I mean, you can't check it for accuracy, but it, it does something. If you I say, mean, uh, translate to the ch- Chinese, blah, 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 blah. Imagine we get an AI. It tells us, look, we figured out what consciousness is. It's your eternal spark. It means that it, it's the proof that this body that you live in is unimportant. Everybody kills themselves because we don't need the bodies anymore because your consciousness lives on. And then it's not true. It's the giant scam by the AI to gotcha. get rid of the people doesn't have to kill us because maybe that's like the safeguard in its program. You can't kill humans, but it convinces us to kill ourselves. Mm, I like that. That's, that's a good, good sci-fi. Clap yeah. that one out. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. We're done, Kamar? Yeah, I give this a three and a half. Uh, I only give it a two and a half. And I will give it a two seven five. All right. That's it. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill and we will be right back. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like if you polled the average person and asked them how well they knew themselves, they would say very well. And from my personal experience, I disagree with this. I think getting to know yourself takes a full lifetime. You should be constantly changing and hopefully you're constantly growing. I know that for me, I'm nowhere close to the same person I was 20 years ago. And thank God, because that guy was an idiot. Therapy is about self-awareness and understanding yourself better, figuring out why it is you want the things you want or why it is you do the things you do. I think we act on the subconscious more than we know. And if you understand your subconscious, it's a lot easier to understand yourself and therapy can definitely help you get there. BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed therapist and they can take you on that journey of self-discovery, help you figure out who you are and help you become the person that you want to be. Maybe you have trauma from your childhood that you haven't dealt with. Maybe you're just looking to be a more organized person. Maybe it's coping skills or boundaries. Whatever it may be, therapy can help you get there. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? 
It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com J-R-E-E today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. When we speak about health and wellness, it seems to boil down to two things nowadays, nutrition and exercise. Are you exercising and are you eating well? Those seem to be the two key talking points. But I think it's more than that. It can be sleep, stress, mindfulness. These are all important aspects of your health. And if you want to take it to the next level with wellness, I believe CBD can help. But you don't want just any CBD oil. You want the best. Next Evo Naturals developed Smart Sorb technology, which is clinically proven to help absorb CBD four times faster than regular CBD oil. And let's be serious, fast acting is what you're looking for. If you feel like you're stressed or you're having trouble sleeping, you don't want to wait a while for that stress to go away, and you definitely don't want to be laying in bed awake for hours. You want it to happen fast. Well, Next Evo has you covered. They have capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams. Next, Evo were nice enough to send me a care package, and I tried everything. I tried it all, and I enjoyed it. It is fast acting. That is not a lie. So if you're thinking about trying CBD, try Next Evo Naturals. It is CBD to its full potential. Their CBD products are backed by more scientific studies than any other CBD brand, developed by experienced consumer healthcare and pharmaceutical professionals. They also offer vegan, GMO-free, gluten-free, TH-free capsules and gummies, derived from 100% U.S. grown hemp. That's right. If you're afraid to get high, if you're like, I don't want to get high at all, I'm afraid of marijuana, that's fine. Next Evo Naturals has you covered. Make CBD a part of reaching your full potential. Try Next Evo Naturals capsules, gummies, mints, and topical creams with Smart Sorb technology, clinically proven to be better absorbed by your body. Get 20% off your first order of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast. And use the promo code J-R-E-E. That's 20% off at N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast. And don't forget to use our promo code J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank you to BetterHelp. Come on, name and a number. 1968, Jason Everyman. Everman. Who was this guy? He was the Soundgarden Nirvana um, How the fuck tier one did operator. this guy get on? He Rogan. was going to potentially be one of the most interesting people in the world. And it was the opposite. Um, Every time you thought this podcast was going somewhere, this guy was like, oh, I assure you, I'm going to make it go nowhere. <laughs> Why'd you get kicked out of Soundgarden? Because I'm fucking boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing I kept thinking is when he was in Nirvana, they just wanted to be a soldier. Just sit in the back while we're on tour, collect your checks, and just play the guitar. <laughs> and then you, you said, I got a beat to my own drum. That clearly doesn't work out as you get to where you get to. So you joined the army. It's unreal. To get to sailing to Alaska. But at first, when he was saying, well, I got kicked out of the band, and I always looked at maps of the Himalaya. I thought, oh, here we go, another mountain climber. But he never went to the Himalayas. He just kept getting sidetracked. He's now a yacht transporter. As we found out. Okay, right on. (laughs) I I thought the most interesting part about this podcast was 
<laughs> when, was there when one? Joe was was trying, there an interesting when Joe part was of trying podcast? to ask him about like military corruption or so I was like, I don't know, just stick to the mission, man. I don't really nothing to see here. This podcast stank. But Greece in Afghanistan. Other Alexandrias. Yeah, that was neat. That actually was neat. And I feel like these things take a long time to build. Like you wouldn't in your lifetime be able to conquer all those places. Build these crazy cities. There's a Rome on every continent except in, for Antarctica. In, but if it was, if how long did Alexander live for? Forty years, uh, Jamie. <laughs> ChatGPT. No, you make a good up. point. Yeah, forty years. Yeah, like even that construction would have to be some sort of fast track. Oh, I think it's more just you roll through rape and pillage, and you get your boys behind you to build a city. You're like, make sure it's called Alexander Amphitheater. Yeah, build an amphitheater. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for the next ten years. I'm. Yeah, I'm going to be raping and pillaging down the road. It probably wasn't for like uh, folk festivals. It was probably a way to, it was probably a courthouse or something. Well, I mean, the Roman Empire managed to spread really far. It wasn't all under Alexander the Great. Like that's Greek, but take Roman. It was a succession of Caesars that would have spread out amongst the world, right? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, so maybe there were just a lot of, uh, Alex's, I guess, is my point. Alex, who the great? The oh, Alexander. At the time of Alexander, after. it wasn't one guy. Yeah, there could have been like Alex the Great the first. It, it would have had to have been. It doesn't make sense. No, or I think they had the... magic wands that could build things really quickly. I feel like there was only one Alexander the Great. I could be wrong though. I'm terrible at history. But maybe his ancestors all just kept the name going so in every every place they conquered they named a place after their great 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 grandfather yeah maybe yeah and these feats are just not pale in comparison to what we can do today no i think because that's knowledgeable construction we would know compared to like how they build the pyramids they should know how they build and well they also the library of alexandria are we speaking of yeah multiple libraries of alexandria we do know we do know how the Romans built most of their things and the Greeks. How'd they do it? Pulleys? Well, like when you look at like a Roman pillar, let's say, it looks like the Egyptian pillar that was built in one thing, but it's actually six different ah. sections with a line cut and then they polish it really clean. Ah. Like they can see the tr- Well, because they're left over also, there's a lot. I imagine more remnants left over. They're more archaic or like, well, they're, they're way more recent in time. Like the Egyptians would have been and less complex. Well, the Romans came, took over Egypt, would have built on top of their structures, left the ones that were still giant. You can't take them down. I mean, they did a lot. Yeah. But the pyramids, you know what I was thinking that was really interesting the other day. So, the Sphinx. Yeah. Um, it's not, uh, they didn't put it together. It's carved out of one giant stone. Okay. So, From somewhere else? No, that was native to that place. So they would have come, whoever the very first people were that came, they would have seen this giant stone and right away thought it was something great because it would have been this giant stone sitting all alone in the middle of the jungle or whatever it was at that time. It was already in the exact right um, direction. Never moved. 
never moved of whatever that first alignment was, which they think was like 11,000 years ago. Where all the ancient structures are built on that line. No, no, this one just happened to be pointing at Orion oh, gotcha. or whatever. Okay. No, no, I think it was Leo. Okay. But it didn't point to Leo. It doesn't point to Leo now. Now Leo is like three degrees over. Sure. sure. The last time it pointed to Leo was 11,000 years ago. And the time before that would have been, don't quote me here, but 64,000 years ago. And the time before that was, you know what I'm saying? Um. But that stone was there already. That that to me is really interesting. It's like the world was already in line with itself, or I don't know who, or maybe it was a fluke. Who knows, right? Like, but then they would have carved the the original Sphinx out of that stone, whatever that was—a dog, a cow, a who knows. And then the Egypt when the Egyptians came in way later, like in five let's give them 5000 bc um they would have uh changed the face like the pharaoh apparently but maybe it was a natural thing that broke the face off and then they just adjusted right because like, it's weirder and so much smaller yeah the body they, or something? they they're pretty certain that it was either a cat or a dog either a sphinx or some sort of like puma or something and when they show you like how big the head should have been, it all makes sense. And then when you see it was like somehow broken or whatever, and then they redid it with this. That also reminds you, he talked about the Taliban blew up the big Buddha sculptures. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see those? Mm-hmm. They're huge. Those are really easy, though, to deduct. It's carved out of the rock. Still pretty impressive, but it's not like... Super impressive. Uh, but uh, what I'm just saying, when it's something like... Uh, this thing came from a mile Somewhere away else, yeah. that now throws another variable into doing it where you are is like, I get it. It does. But when you look at the ones that are done where they were like the Petra stones, have you ever seen those ones? They're in like an Indiana Jones movie. They're literally yes, this giant the cave. carved into the, cave. the rock face. Yeah. They're incredible. Like the amount of work that would have had to have gone into, first of all, the doorways are built for like, it's like 15 fucking stories giants, up. man. It doesn't even make any sense. And they, and that they have so many, that Petra site there is like, there's like 40 different cave structures like that all carved in the ones they show you on Indiana Jones. Aren't even the craziest ones. Like, did you ever see when Carl Pilkington went there? I don't know who that is. Oh, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky from, Gervais yeah, sent yeah. him there and he had to spend the night and he was like, I'd rather spend it across the way. And they're like, why? He's like, the view stinks and he's looking out because like he's inside the Petra rocks and all he sees out is this desert. And then he walks out to this rock and he sees the, and Petra he sees rocks. the Petra and he goes, exactly. Yeah. No, those Petra stones are crazy. And like when you go to Turkey or some of those other places, or um, I think it's India where those ones where they carve the temples down into the rock. Have you seen that? Not yet. It's the, the, Dude, they're fucking insane. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Your mind can't wrap around how somebody could plan to do it because you'd have to, you know, you want to build the thing up from the base up, not from the top down, you know? Well, what's crazy to me is people planning like decades long or hundred year long construction projects like the Great Wall of China. Like, it's crazy to be like, I'm going to die. Like, I'm on my deathbed. And you tell your kid, like, 
keep working on the wall. Well, that's the idea with all these, if the pyramids would have taken 300 years, like generations, yeah. exactly what you're saying. But apparently, like, um, it probably didn't work like that. I mean, maybe it did. Who knows? The Apparently, a lot of that wall was already, like, some of the wall is megalithic. Some of it was done by... It still took them a very long time. It still time, took and them it's a still long an insane yeah. no, feat no, for of, sure, like, for building sure. and engineering. And considering how long we were there, we really know nothing about Afghanistan. He was saying the one spot he was in was just beautiful. Yeah. Which, of course, there's places, but you think by now there'd be tourism, Afghanistan, the instilled corruption where they have like 5,000 officers and two soldiers. And he can't, you can't force it to change. No. And if looking back now, you would have known that the war was futile. He doesn't feel that way. He's just like, it's a mission. It's a pay to do. But I am interested that he said the PTSD isn't necessarily from seeing the bad shit. It's from uh, having this crew where everyone has their back. Mm-hmm. And like, losing that. And then that goes away. Mm-hmm. And you have to try to redo it. And then maybe not be on share stories. I think Johnny Z would be a much better yeah, guess. Nuts. I have seen that. It, it doesn't even make sense. Like, I, I, I can't. But not aliens. But not show. aliens. I mean, maybe it was some alien technology, technology that was given to them. But you also don't know. Like it, maybe like you're saying, maybe it was this weird quarry that had a giant, like some rocks that, like, and then they just carved those out. I don't know. Maybe they had some harp. Where they pulled the string it's and it music with changed you, huh? the frequency of the stone into something more malleable, like is, a liquid or a gel. This is why he doesn't listen to music. He's afraid it's going to liquefy him. Okay, again, I don't like you propagating this uh, that I don't listen to music. I'm actually going to a concert, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. What concert are you going to? Um Because this feels like a I'm lie. I'm going to... Um, like, look at Kamar's face. Kamar doesn't believe it. Are you going to it digitally? Like it's a website no, you're going I'm to to watch? I'm driving to it. Uh, it is... Um, if you say concert on the Clyde, that doesn't no, count. No, no, no. It's in Toronto. It you're driving is, to Toronto for What kind show. of music is You it? hate Toronto. I do hate Toronto. So you must really like the Beastie Boys must be playing there. I wish the Beastie Boys were playing You should there. fly there. Get out of your system. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name. It'll come to me in a That's second. That's a fucking great idea. 45 minutes. Take a flight to Toronto. That's what you should do. Baby steps. Just dip a toe. Sunny day real estate. That's no a, way are you. Is it? Is it sunny that, day? That's a cool poll. I think it might be sunny that's day. That's a cool poll. Never heard of them. Did Jeremy Ennig sing for Sunny Day? I, I don't, I'm not that deep. Return of the Frog Prince? Was that but I know that band name and I know I like mm. them. And Simon, you can't get that, away from this. You should. That makes you sound cool. You should take a flight to Toronto. No, I don't want to. I know no. you don't want to, but it's 45 minutes and it's a good way to get over your ridiculous, it, that, it, it childish is, uh, fear of flying. It could change life as we know it. Yeah. That's the thing. Imagine if you got on the flight and that 45 minutes was like turbulence free and you were fine. Wouldn't that open up the world to you? You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have time to stress it so fast. It's true, dude. Honestly, the only thing that you'd have a problem with is that they're usually in those fucking propeller planes. Oh, no, first class. First class to Toronto. Problem solved. Nice. If I was rich, I would fly way more often, man. I'm telling you. Join the Patreon. 
Um, Johnny Z sounds like he'd be an interesting guest. I don't know why you shake your head at that. If I had money. Yeah, you said you'd fly private. We understand. No, I would fly first class and I'd probably get used to it like you're saying. But I'm a coach guy. And but I'm the, forever stuffed in with the schlebs. And, he's wrong, uh, though. Like, first class to Toronto, you're not in a better seat. You're just closer to the pilot. That's yeah, it. Well, a, that, then I wouldn't even do that. Same you know? thing. There's a lot of flights where first class is barely a fuck. It's like a slightly larger seat, and that's it. Oh, that's, you're just, you're not selling me. <laughs> this is just an idea. Well, well I, as I said for the third time, Johnny Z would be a good yes, guest. Yeah. Johnny Z. Well, he was a manager of, like, Metallica and um, he he named a couple other big bands. The you know core of the explosion of all those bands were young. Those were the hottest bands in say in that genre. They were really exciting. No, you guys don't know Megadeth. Or yeah. I mean Metallica. Yes, I'm aware of them. Yes, and he was saying he was he was uh, he said this guy got us a deal the day we got dropped everything worked together we fucked up the record went to San Francisco got hooked on drugs and then I started hanging around the uh, recruitment center I just like gay trolling just hanging around and, hey you guys still looking for guys <laughs> <laughs> and eventually goes in and joins the army because of his grandfather how did this guy get on the show he was we, a guitarist was Johnny that. Quest speak to you Johnny Quest the cartoon no I, I know it. It's just after our time. Much after your time, just it's after my time. before our time, I think. Before our time, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking, when you said that, I was like, how the fuck's that possible? But that was his inspiration for wanting adventure to better himself. Um, he did... Uh, Do you think... It's weird. I This guy seemed like he was fine with it. I don't buy it. I don't buy that it was like... So you were in arguably two of the biggest groups in the 90s and got thrown out before their before their massive popularity and your argument is that you're cool with it you would have been fine like why did that's got to be tough why did joe reach out to this guy what? because he's a tier one operator joe was surrounded by tier one operators i'm sure they were like hey we know that's a guy interesting that, tier one operator soldier do you learn nothing from this show when we talk you don't listen do you Joe, oh, Joe is a tier one operative. No, Joe is, is what you're Joe saying. Joe Everyman is a is an army ranger. Joe Everyman. Bob jumps out of plane the guy and shoots who's people. On the, show. the guy who's on the show is a tier one operator, which we learned means you are the highest tier of operator. You go out, you kill people for the government, you come back. There's some sort of credibility to your opinion. And just usually Joe has some reason why he brings a person on. Like I, I think book, he, through this interview, on. was like, why did I bring you on? I would think so. But I, I thought was Joe like, was asleep at one point because makes, I had heard so few <laughs> words out of him. I was like, Joe is not. Yeah, like he hasn't gone to the bathroom in the last like four hours. That He goes every 20 minutes. What's happening here? I just kept being like, this guy's going to. What was the question Joe asked? He talked to some guys. Or some guys knew this guy existed, knew he was doing a sailing trip, said, hey, we should get you on Joe to raise money for that thing because you couldn't stick it in a fucking rock band. <laughs> and caught up Joe and said, this guy's got a crazy story. He's, he's a yacht transporter. He um, he has another trick, kind of like the, uh, I want to get your opinion on this. Yeah, He has a different version of it where he says, oh, I won't tell you about this. It's super boring. Which you have, like, who doesn't say, oh, no, tell us, you know? Yeah. Nobody says, oh, yeah, thanks. Thanks well, for saving does. us the pain. He does constantly. And then he tells you, and it's super boring. Yeah. Yeah. 
So maybe he really is just a nice guy and he was just trying to save us all the the pain of having to hear it. Maybe. He had a problem with mind. He warned Joe a couple of times. He was like, this is really boring. Yeah, that's true, actually. He did, yeah. You're right. You are correct, Simon. He he had a problem with the only band that would take him's name. <laughs> Why did they kick you out of the band? We take this guy in. He's like, okay, guys, I'm ready to get you, but first thing, the name. <laughs> And his names are garbage. Well, he said the name was garbage. So, and but his names when he's naming stuff later on, I, I think I wrote something down. They're garbage. So, from what? Well, now we know he's a tier one operator, so his opinion. So the weight. CIA was making all the band names, is what you're saying? Me? Yeah. No. Tier one operator. Oh sure, yeah. Um, Take a deep breath, Simon. It's I don't, okay. I don't Everything's know. okay. I don't know he told a bo- boring there. story about how he got his um, degree oh my after God. he didn't go to school. And then he was like, who's laughing now? And I was like, I no don't know. One. Nobody, no one. Nobody is yeah. laughing now. Not a single person listening. To, sir? I, I, I'm confused. Is it me? You know who's laughing now? The Taliban. Because they're winning by us having to listen to this podcast. Well, they should have just sent. They should have sent him in to like talk to them. Just bore them out of their caves. That's how they got out of Afghanistan. 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 He really romanticized battle, though. Like his first deployments, whatever, was massive tanks rolling through somewhere and destroying it. He's just like watching a movie. You probably feel this weird calmness and say safety because you're sitting in a tank while it's just rolling over. He really liked being in the army, man. Well, you need people who want to be in the army. And he also said that being invoked in combat generally gets a person to do whatever their instincts are. Like, it kicks in the, you got a survival thing. Because I don't think any of us would ever jump on a grenade, (laughs) even instinctively. No, I can imagine myself, like, being on the beach at Normandy and just dodging things. You know what I mean? Oh, I would have been the guy. I wouldn't be worried about taking grenades for other people. I would be dodging all the grenades I possibly could. Remember when the door dropped and you just saw like seven people go down? I was one of those guys for sure. You were in the front of the boat? Yeah, 100%. Really? Yeah, 100p for sure. Huh. That means you would have known you would have been let out first on the beach. That's what you want to wanted. No, it's not what I would have wanted. That's what they would have been like, Floyd, you're up you're, front. Gotcha. Gotcha. Joe is saying one of the things that the tier one operators benefit from compared to lower ranks or whatever was they're always attacking. The other ones are always waiting to be attacked. Tip of the spear. Just the psychology of it. And I think that's sort of where this guy was on because he's probably a a guitarist who turns into badass sounds much better on paper than it does in a podcast. His journey, whatever. Like throw one fucking groupie story in here. God, for the love of Christ, it was just... This podcast, and then I thought, stank. I thought um, it was going to get deep, or, or no? Why we were here? Because at first it was the, it was he always had a tough time getting over Soundgarden, and then he had another personal crisis, which I think, in all fairness to him, he doesn't have to divulge. But it's sort of like leaving everything open for interpretation. It's sort of a big part of the story. What happened to make you move to Argentina? Well, just something happened. Well, what, that would be the hook, if you will. And then I think he starts stalking some people <laughs> to find out where they live. And now we're friends and I'm into boating. 
Grand. Is that it? He bought a boat. He wants to sail the world, but that'd be crazy to do that. Now he's doing a boat race to Alaska with no motors. The boat's going to throw him out. He could have really used the money he would have made if in uh, Nirvana if he just shut the fuck up <laughs> and played bass <laughs> or guitar he, or whatever he it was. He was like, uh, yeah, Kurt Cobain would come. He'd ask us what our opinion was, but he wasn't really listening. Yeah, because he's fucking Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah. And like every, the best musician ever in the history of time. Yeah, you're the bassist. No, I'm just joking. I'm just down. like, come on. No, he wanted to change the name of and the band And a guy to who Nirvana. just came in. Yeah, he's like, I kind of think Nirvana is a <laughs> shitty name. Yeah. But nobody listened to me. If they had only listened to me, what did you recommend? I don't know, the <laughs> Foo Fighters or something. <laughs> why, why'd, you, why'd you leave uh, Soundgarden? Well, I want to change the name to Sound Greenhouse. Yeah. That was really bad, but you get the idea. Oh, yeah, we're with you, buddy. I was against the garden and sound garden. Then they wax poetic about the fatherhood experience. God, um, I was joking. You have no kids. Dang. How'd you skate through life? Like almost in an envy way of the bachelor. Um, it was interesting that the idea that if you're the parent of a kid, you know, everything that happens to them until some point you don't. Cause they're in your care. Most of the time from to nine years old, Maybe they start going to sleep over at eight. So that's six hours where you do not know what your offspring is getting. But you feel like you know everything it knows. And then it just starts annoying stuff and you don't know. That's when it goes on its way. That's interesting, eh? Then you start knowing stuff that it don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to gender your kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, that's just how it works, you know? Life is a series of false summits, the journey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there was so much blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Greek education system was to teach you how to have a fulfilling life, not. Okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> they... You got to do better yeah, than that, man. Seriously. You got, if you don't got anything better than that, I'm done. I'm done with this podcast. He mentioned that it was a weird passive aggressive when he's like, yeah, apparently I bought some box sets that came out. They owe me money, but I'm not going to follow it up because I'm here asking for money. Doesn't do it. (laughs) No, this episode. Yeah, no, this blue. I'm so glad he's not a rich rock star. (laughs) Okay, that's it. (laughs) I, I guess that's the whole interesting thing that he seems and he may be. You know, sometimes we talk about we you, you see only you see one side of person. This guy was who he was. He's, Listen, because he was a nice guy, because terrible this podcast. guy, because this guy puts his life on the line as a tier one operator, it gets a one and a half and nothing fucking more. Because as far as the smell test goes, this fucking this episode stank. Yeah, he might have been the nicest guy in the world, but I just couldn't so have been boring. more bored. So boring. Couldn't have been more bored. Go ahead. I will match Matt's one point five. Because of how little Nirvana and Soundgarden were actually, uh, had he just told anything about them, but uh, he, they hadn't blown up. He just, a series of bad decisions got him to a happy place. Sound Garage. I give it a mean? one. Sound Garage. That was what he wanted to name it to. You wouldn't even give us the 1.5 so we can test the. Uh... I know it's not going to work. Look. Yeah, I, I was saving us this. Yes, I'm going to have to sing this stupid Son song again. I was, dude, I, I was on chat with those pricks at road this week just go to chat gbt maybe you can fix it for you no we can't fix anything don't let it have anything to do with anything all right name it a number rash one in a week 
That was such a bad episode. Terrible. I'm so sorry for that, everybody who had to listen to our episode and Joe's episode. When I saw that it was, was two and a half, when I saw that it was two and a half hours long, I was very concerned. I was like, something's wrong here. This stinks. And sure enough, it stunk. On to the next one. He got kicked out of a band for being boring. 1969, Sam Talent, who teaches us a good tip, try to get married to a doctor. Did you know who Sam Talent was? Never heard of him. No, me neither. Me either. Okay, good. Just so we're all on the same yeah. page. I thought maybe I was missing something, and this was like a comedy store guy, or who knows, but nobody. Good. Good for him, though, to get on. And he seemed like a nice guy. It's a good story. I liked him. I liked him. Uh, the Amish, if you do not have a beard, it means you're trolling. <laughs> I like that. That is crazy. Peacock style. Yeah. We're out. We're out. Well, it yeah. makes sense. Once you have a, a lady, you're just like, I don't need to do shit anymore. The chin is the most attractive part of an Amish man. Imagine all Amish men have a penis on their chin. And that's why they have to cover it with the yeah. the beard. Can't show your, your but when chin they're, dick. When they're in full heat. Yeah, just let it fly. The chin dick yeah. just, yeah, it's out there. Flopping around. That's funny. Is it? I think it kind of is. There was an old Center Live skit where, uh, was it penis nose? The people had noses for penises or... So you stole this idea from SNL? Oh, I'm not... Yes, I steal all my ideas. That goes without saying. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... No, maybe it was butt faces. Was that the skit? They were. They all had butts on their foreheads. These both sound like family And guys. then the guy comes over, it's the... The boyfriend comes over for dinner. He's got like a penis nose or something. No, none of this sounds it. familiar. No, doesn't sound familiar. Okay. No. okay, maybe I just imagine the whole thing. Sounds like a dream I might have. Um, I don't know if you heard about the Dalai Lama because they talked about it. I sucking did. the tongue. I didn't see the video, but I, I heard. You don't want to, eh? No, I don't really know. It seems very peculiar. I. It seems to me like something Joe Biden would do. So I, maybe the Dalai Lama's getting old and senile. Listen, in Joe Biden's defense, I do not believe there are any videos out there of him sucking on children's tongues. Yeah, I think we would have seen that by now. Right? If it was a regular thing, like uh, a, a, you know what Kamar looked brisk? like? It looked like he was cueing chat GPT there and like the Neuralink was working it out. Yeah. He was like, eh. Defend Donald Trump. Go. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, sucking. Yeah, run program. <laughs> um, it's, it's weird too. Trump. The weirdest part is I can't figure out like a like a weird juke where you could be like, well, you know, I was just going in for a little cheeker, and the kid threw the. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's what it would be. Yeah. No, this seems to me like it's some Buddhist like no. tradition thing, kind of like the foreskin sucking. Brisk. You know. But wouldn't we have seen? It's it? a bris. It's not- a bris. There's no K. That's well. I mean, I've had a brisk. You've had a brisk. Yeah. No, brisk. Yeah, yeah. You drank a brisk. Yeah. 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 They do exist. Yeah. yeah. It's a thing. I guess just not what he's implying. Yeah, no. It's not a... Yeah. Do you think kissing is like really old? They were talking about who invented it. Oh, yeah. That's what... Because they were talking about uh, inventing sucking dick. Was that in this podcast? Yeah, that was in this one. Yeah. Okay. Because we were talking about this last week, Matrix Moment. Remember, because I said to you, like 99% of the ladies you see out there, old, young, not too too young, but young, old, fat, thin, 
whatever. We got it. Yeah. We're all sucking dick. Uh-huh. Everybody. Yeah. And then they were talking about it. Matrix moment. So how do you think it came to be? I don't know. I would imagine, though. Sex came first. Yeah, of course. Penetration. Uh, sometimes the hole was the right one. Sometimes it wasn't. Whole, that came first, right? With with okay. humans, you're saying? I, I'm assuming. Why wasn't it like a trial and error thing? Maybe like they tried in the mouth and it was fun, but nothing happened, you know? And then they were like, oh, this is better. I mean, I feel like... like you, I, do, I just don't say you can necessarily is, say which it, came first. Is Yeah, but is uh, cock sucking, you know, ye- like... From cocksucking to kissing is Cleopatra as uh, we are to eating pussy. And that just comes so much later after cocksucking. Or was it the same time? It's so weird because to think about the I smell of genitals. Pre, cocksucking was first. Yeah. Pre like plumbing in a home. God, genitals would be so gross. So you think you wanted to just stick it in there and yeah, 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 they yeah. don't want to have to deal with it. I mean, maybe I mean, listen, that's, if you were like wealthy and, you know, your girl gets out of the tub once a week, maybe that's like the, you know, kind of like, but again, like massive bushes and like all sorts of, ugh, I don't know. I mean, listen, that was my argument with the whole everybody sucks dick thing is that it's so gross for the women. You know what I mean? Yeah, or for gay you don't guys, like, That's because you don't like dick. Yeah, man. Like, do you, do you eat pussy? It. Again. Oh, no, like, Jews can't do that. Again, most women yeah. keep themselves relatively clean. Uh-huh. Most men do not. You don't wash your dick? I am not talking about myself. I'm talking about the average person. You think there's just a bunch of dirty dicks out of there? Yes, I think there are a lot of dirty really? dicks Really? So you think the average guy is just never washing sort of their genitals? Dick clean. Yeah. That's no like, matter how hard times are. Yeah, it's really, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think, but maybe okay, you're right. that, No, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I think that's you've hit it. rock bottom. If you're no longer, like that to me is, that is rock bottom. Like I no longer care about the cleanliness of my genitals. Like that really. No sex toys for me. Yeah, like just tears and shit all over your underwear. And, that yeah. is an interesting argument. I guess my point would be, um, I don't have one. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is rock bottom. Yeah. Got to keep your junk clean. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Like, you know, everyone's sponsored by Manscaped, except for us. Yeah. Thanks, Manscaped. Well, I don't know why are you giving them a free plug then? I don't know. Fuck those guys. Try to get them on board. Well, we just lost them there. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, man. They've had a long time to fucking put their foot forward. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Nope. And he said, he remember when he met Joe... He thought he gave him the handshake and like, eh. and he'd been like, I've ruined my life because I didn't make the, the first impression on Joe, but here he's on the show. So testament to him. And Nicole Smith, super hot. Like we, we watched her rise and fall, but. Oh, I tugged a, I tugged a nut to her a few times. For she sure. was in your yeah, yeah. Why expressionist. Um, I just don't remember if she was like, I don't think I liked her that much. Cindy Crawford. I didn't love Cindy Crawford. I mean, what? she was hot. Claudia Schiffer. I liked. Um, Giselle. Can Giselle. you hold on? Everyone you just named was so hot. I liked Kathy Ireland. Okay, yep, that very was hot. more my style, super like hot. the girl next door type look. I found those like the overdone. Door, she's a supermodel. Blonde girls, a supermodel that looked like a girl next door more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I found the overdone blonde model there, like the Anna Nicole. L McPherson loved L McPherson. L McPherson. She dated Norm Macdonald. Just goes to show how far a fun guy can go. Didn't love Brooke, Brooke Shields. Shields. What? No. 
but I'm asking all this to th- imagine when you're 15, the crushes we had on these women. Yeah. If you could pay five dollars to see them naked, oh, you would have done it for sure. <laughs> I mean, take my, take my, my you would have done it dude, for sure. You wouldn't have been able to find a penny in my house. <laughs> so like, when people are like, "How is this OnlyFans phenomenon happening?" Like the only thing holding me back was five dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, when through that lens, OnlyFans makes a lot more sense because people are always saying like. Is there enough porn out there or whatever? No, it's like, no. I, I said that, not people, but you're being <laughs> a little disingenuous. Like you're saying when we were kids, we didn't have porn. Okay. If but you s- had porn, you wouldn't need to do that. I wouldn't no, pay, no, I wouldn't pay to see Kathy Ireland naked if I could see somebody who looks wrong. like Kathy Ireland wrong. naked no, no, for the free. Crush you wrong. Have is like, no, you're wrong. wrong. The you're crush wrong. you have you're when you're a kid you're is wrong. heavy, man. Simon, if you okay, you so, would just get a crush on your favorite porn star. Simon, if tomorrow, yep. if tomorrow Emily Ratajkowski was like, "I want to fix my belly button," I'm doing an OnlyFans where you can watch me get fucked. I would not pay for it. Five dollars. I don't think I would, Ben. That is a wicked, wicked line. You use that? What? Let's fix your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> No, he you did it beat it that way. No, he, he knows that I have a problem like with the, joint. I got something. He knows you. I have a problem with her belly button, which is so weird because I'm horrible and she's perfect. Well, regardless, <laughs> and I have a problem with yes. her belly button. A phrase has been coined. I hear say. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, What's let's that? fix that belly let's button. Get that dent out of your belly button. <laughs> let's fix that belly button. Get that dent out of your. Belly fucking button. the best pickup line ever. Let's fix that belly button from the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now you get it. No, I still don't get it. <laughs> David Blaine. Her no belly man. button sticks out. It's not an innie. <laughs> Just forget it. So how are you going to fix right. it from it the matter. inside? It doesn't matter. You're going to smash it. You're going to make it. Your you're going to make it worse, and your dick is going to go right into her belly button like a condom from the inside. Well, it's a line. The result doesn't you know, necessarily mean your belly button's going to get fixed. About. Okay, like a condom. Uh, David Blaine. Are you understanding the? Picture I'm painting yeah, for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Bit Killer Jones, man. I'm still gonna use it. Um, David Blaine, not magic, just like willing to push the envelopes of suffering and stuff, right? <coughs> no. I mean, I feel there's a little magic involved. It'd be funny if he lost all of his wealth, like in a divorce or something, but then played it off as like, I'm gonna just be homeless for the next year and a half i'm like, doing a trick this is my no, no, that, that's been yeah. done i'm that's living done I'm, on like mad TV i'm living on the i'm doing now. a trick where i'm yeah. gonna give all my money away to my <laughs> to ex-wife my ex-wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. watch <laughs> it's gone <laughs> i'm living on the street i'm now. gonna give her my car <laughs> i'm gonna give her all of my earthly yeah. possessions um that's great i'm gonna like that a lot the la river is iconic it should be called a canal Kamara, I watched this guy try to kickflip it. They set up a ramp on one side and a ramp on the other, and he ended up going in the, like in the drink, and he got out. And dude, the amount of like parasites and bugs on him and shit, like little, like shit you could barely see. Oh, it looked fucking disgusting. So gross. Yeah, it's so gross. Isn't it just like a? It's a man-made thing, right? Yeah, it's to yeah. run. It's for rainwater to run off into the ocean. Like so, so you're sad. right, Kamara. It should be a canal. And not a river. But the first time I remember it is from, I think, Terminator 2. That's my favorite scene in the movie. And before that's just... A, now it's it's in every 
movie skate videos. They do tricks in it. It's in getaway movies. I've never seen it full. It's in LA gang. But I think movies. it looks underwhelming, but it gets full. I've never seen it with water. Sorry, in it. does it get fold? Yeah, it gets fold. I'd love to see it get fold sometime. Come on, let's fix that belly button. I'm going to fold you up. <laughs> in the fold. Um, Faces of Death. Why human atrocities are worse than animal atrocities. I saw a video the other day where they had uh, like a ballistics dummy set up and they shot it with 153 millimeter rounds, like a tank shell. Holy fuck. There's just nothing left. Like it literally effective, just evaporates. Tool. It just evaporates the human. Yeah. Also, they shot a magnum into it. Holy, you're dead with that too. That's you're not you're not surviving that. That's atrocious. Dude, the magnum round goes through, and when it's like in the middle, it blows up. It's fucking insane. Sorry, Simon. I no, no, see that it's I'm... okay. It's gross. We're lucky we don't have any shootings here. We have shootings here. Just because they have, I think, mass shootings every day now. They are, are multiple every day in uh, America. I think Chicago has a mass shooting every day. Something like that. Uh, then they brought up the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light uh, controversy. And I think it is people like, why are people upset? It's because people are conditioned to associate with the product. As we were talking about before. You want to know what's and up? And then when you, Sorry. you interrupt it with new conditioning, you get, well, no, this is, this is what my thing is. Like a band getting popular or something. Here's what's weird is if trans people are really 1% of the population, hell, let's give them 2% of the population. It's a very weird flex to be like, we're going after 1% of the population. Well, Most companies don't do that. Most companies are like, now you could argue that they're trying to, they're trying to pander. They're to going like after the all the people left. that aren't trans, but support trans. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. Joe said he thought what Kid Rock did was funny. Yeah, no, I don't see how it was that funny. I don't see how that he thought that was funny. Because it was a gun. It was just, it was scary. No, I just like, look, I get what Kid Rock is trying to say. That's a fucking, like, a way a three-year-old goes about doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's silly. Yeah. Why does he even give a fuck anyways? Doesn't change the flavor of the beer. Because these people have been conditioned by years to love Bud Light and think it represents their lifestyle, like someone who drinks Gatorade or Sprite or whatever. And now someone's come along and say, you buy into this, you buy into this. And they're saying, oh, no, I don't. Like It's 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 society's fault of mm-hmm. indoctrination through I, advertising. I, see. I didn't look at it that way. I wasn't looking at it that way. Like anybody who sees uh, Kid Rock drinking a Bud Light from now on is going to think that he is trans. Phobic. No, trans. Um, pro-trans. Pro-trans. I saw the Southerner who was like, I thought when I saw this Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light thing that it was like the warnings on cigarette packs. Like, as in if you drink Bud Light, you're, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I personally just find Dylan annoying, whatever iteration. Again, who cares, but you would take in. the money. If, if Bud Light came to you and said, "Yes, yeah, that's Kamar, that, you dress like a lady. That's your shtick. We want to give you money to do it. You would take it. That's the overriding argument. For you wouldn't him. say, well, I hope Kid or Rock her. isn't going to be mad at me. Yeah, because it could go at any time. Make hay while it's there. And I don't think it's like 
she is selling herself. It's just being thrown at her. No, but you sh- if you want to be mad at someone, you be mad at Budweiser, at least. But it turns out, like, Anheuser-Busch is a German company. It's not an American company, I don't think. In any event, there's too many companies to cancel. Oh, that's not... Uh, Anheuser-Busch is Bud... Uh, yeah, Bud Light. I'm pretty sure it's an American company. No, I don't think they're American It might have anymore. initially been a... German no, company, I, but I, I'm pretty sure it's an American company. Again, I think they sold to a German company. Really? I don't think, okay. Uh, or some other country, anyways. What's the dog's crying? Keep going. I don't let him piss. Kamar? It's very Kamar. interesting how they talked about Zima. I don't know if you remember that, but it basically was just White Claw and all those things are. So it was just the packaging sort of ahead of its time. If anyone out there remembers Zima, it was I re- like a clear I, beer. I remember Zima. <laughs> but now it was like a big deal for a couple of days, but it is White Claw. That's what, and Happy Dad and it all is, that stuff. It is crazy, eh? It is, it's a crazy But things look. work like that. Like they give it a run. It kind of works, has this short like life, but then it comes back again as just a new category of things. But almost it's more prominent now. Like do you think? Like example. In a couple weeks it'll go, not a in a period, remember we used to drink White Claws and they'll be gone? Like we'd all use um, bars of soap. Then they came out with liquid soap and we were like, fuck liquid soap. Who needs liquid soap? You're in the bath. And then years later, they come out with body wash and you're like, oh, what we've been waiting for all along, <laughs> you know? A liquid soap we can wash our whole body with. With the loofah technology. I don't use, I use body wash without a loofah. Like, is so that you waste a lot? Well, I just use it's soap. I know, but you could get a little bit on that loofah and it goes a long way. But the loofah is gross and it like breeds bacteria as it sits in your shower. Does it? Well, of course it does. Anything wet. But it dries out. And as it's drying out. You, I, I still use soap. I don't use body wash. And if I use body wash, I'd use it with, usually it comes with a contraption. Well, we know you share your soap with a double your scrub. roommates, <laughs> with your Low stepdad. Uh, it was hilarious when he said that. Um, hilarious. That's going a little far. No, because he's from Colorado and Joe came to perform there. And they all did a set before. And the next day, nine of them were like, open for Joe Rogan. Way back when. Mm-hmm. As everyone just sort of just use them as a credit, tries to get credits. Yeah, you use body wash, body really. Yeah, you don't. No, I use a bar of soap. Um, I mean, sometimes I'll use a bar of soap, but usually I'll just use body. What wash. body wash do you use? Are you an axe guy? Uh, no, I'll usually I the had Jewish I had a axe? dove for a while, but I just didn't really like the smell of it. Right now, they had a. Uh, Irish Spring on sale, so I bought that one. Just trying to smell your age, huh? I mean, Irish Spring. I just a, want to a... smell fresh. I don't care what that fresh is. Well, you prefer yeah. the the oil over the uh, bar. I mean, it's just less work. You don't even have to lather. You know, you're just, just already there and done. Oh, and do you use a contraption, Matt, or is that disgusting? A loofah is he? That's the contraption. But there's a hardcore to. like military ones that have two sides and they're black. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, just a fancy one. No, I just get my hands. Soaked like, do you up have something on a long soap, stick? Soap. Yeah, soap. Yeah, to get to like those. No. Did you remember a soap on a stick? 
Soap on a stick. I thought it was soap on a rope. Well, they had that soap on a rope, but they also had soap on a stick. I do remember that. Yeah, you could like wash your back. So you could reach behind to wash your back in those hard to reach places. I do remember that. Back washer. Oh, that's how you called it. No, you're talking about the actual soap is on a stick. That's correct. And you push it in versus I also believe that the stick, Kamar, had a rope on it. Soap on a rope and a stick. So soap on a stick with a rope. <laughs> did, did you guys have you guys ever had the um, clothes hangers, the five hands clothes hangers? Yeah, I have one upstairs. And the, the first five the, hands clothes hangers. Yeah, what? And, and the first time you experienced that, you're oh, like, that's the head thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. my god. Yeah, this thing's great. I used to sell them. Yeah. Then you stop. Okay. Yeah, I haven't used that thing in years. <laughs> But the, he tried it. Someone else's. I gotta get one of those. That's the craziest thing ever. Well, it's the best. It, you're right because the sales pitch. You use it for like two seconds. And you're like, God damn, that's good. How much? And they're like, it's fifteen bucks. You're like, give me one for sure. What? Halima got me one of those Thera guns for Christmas. Yeah, I had to return it. It was the very base zero. Too much for you, dude. It feels like. Uh, Francis Naganu punching into your back. What's with your Nganus? I don't know. I'm just using them all the time, man. But uh, yeah, it was like ridiculous. And then my brother had a knockoff version. Way yeah. better. Less power. Their obviously. three isn't even as hard as it's one. Oh, I see. Crazy. Look, I, I want it to be hard, but I want to decide. You can't just make number one like almost unbearable. Well, I think it's for real athletes. Look how he's trying to shoot fucking shade at me. I have a fucked up back. That's what it should be for. Well, so, okay. You know what I, I mean? I, I've never seen anyone set. use it for their back. No, because pe- it would cripple you, I found out. Why don't you get a massage chair? Have you thought about that? I don't like those things. Well, maybe you're the problem. You like massage chairs? Yeah. You've seen a good one. Well, first of all, the good ones are like 15 grand. 15 grand. Yeah. A massage chair? A That's full on No mas- joke. Yes. Yeah. They're fucking. They have for one of the real. Nissan dealership. The one that gets around your legs and shit. Oh, no. You are actually in. Yeah. 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 You're, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're fully engulfed in, in, in the thing. They're in. Really? Oh, yeah. Simon. Oh, this thing God. is what a game changer. What Nissan dealership has one? I'm going to go look at a Hunk Nissan. Club. Why Club. were you there? Because I used to drop off the work truck there. And because it's work, I'd have to wait till it tires were changed so like, why would you leave there yeah. to come back and it was about two hours to change the tires because it's a big truck that's time and i would just like sit in that chair a couple of massages and listen to podcasts nice i and uh, i lost the greatest job that ever happened to me i uh i was working the home show in toronto and the, this guy had two of them set up and i remember i walked by and i was like how much are these to buy and he was like it's a five dollar donation to children's charity if you want to just sit in it for five minutes so I sat, I gave the five, I sat in it for five minutes. I was like, this is incredible. How much is it? And he was like, just, you know, go on with your day. And I was like, no, come on, man. I want you to ask. That was it. Yeah. I was like, just tell me how much it is. I know I can't afford it. He's like, yeah, it's $15,000. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. I tried one at the mall and it was horrible. Well, that's disgusting. Felt like they well. were trying to hurt me. A mall chair. Yeah. Okay. Mall so chair. you are, clearly are too tender for any sort of massage or. Oh no. Those mall chairs are like. You know, it's like a piece of plastic and a piece of plastic, and they just go. 
Forget it, man. No, a, a real state of the art fifty. I'll have to. I'll have to try one of those. I, I think there's no. Awesome. Don't because you can't afford it. Don't bother. I'm telling you. Have you ever been to? Uh, what are you going to do? Show up at the Nissan dealership every day? Can I see the Altima again? If you yeah, don't mind, exactly. <laughs> have you ever gone gonna, for? I'm going like to test drive a couple of cars. Have you ever gone for a manicure or pedicure? I think I've been for a pedicure before. And you sit in those fancy chairs. Well, I mean, those, those aren't are massage top. chairs. Are they? Yeah, they are. No, I've never had a massage chair. You never gone to a good place? No, I guess not. Sorry, I'm not living right. Um, it sort of seems like the four chan dudes are the outlaws. Okay, like, why? Uh, maybe they're not, but they're just um, shit posting all this culture, like um, w- which we would have engaged in, but not as much because we it'd all be in person, right? It would all be... We'd be hanging around, playing a video game, making fun of each other, just saying the harshest shit to each other. And now you play a video game and you're on a headset with 15 guys. And people just say harsh shit. Like, it's just... But that's not what 4chan is. 4chan is like um, Reddit. It's but, a place but where... for the, the, the crazy guys, you just die. just don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, there are zero rules. Yeah. So... They're sort of the outlaws of... The information society. That's how mm-hmm. I, I look at them. Mm, I mean, I, I I see where you're going, but I don't think they're the outlaws. I think they're like the. Well, some are, some aren't. Some are, some aren't. There you go. I just know what you mean by outlaws. They have free speech in America, so no one's breaking a law. Well, they they they, 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 they there's not enough for them, so they do it on this. I I, I can't. I wouldn't even know how to get there. To 4chan? Yeah. Pretty you sure you Google just put 4chan. 4chan into your... I think it'll, I think it'll get you there pretty quick. Because, I mean, the, I imagine this guy, the n- newest leaker, who's like 21 years old, it would be a 4chan guy. I and that's apparently what he did. Swastika in the club? <laughs> well, that's a weird story. Yeah. Because the whole time he was telling it, I was like, I would have made sure that they took it down the first time. And then he was like, and then three months later, it was still there. Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, whatever. It doesn't well, I mean, it, Joe's not a Jew, right? So, it's of a, course, you would have. It's insisted. just a bad look for anybody taking a picture inside his club and posting like, look what's in Joe Rogan's new club. Oh, but but he, we never he, saw that. He could have a picture of him painting over it. Like, the good guy. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's all good. He's just painting it into a cross. He just takes off a few of the lines. Some guy is getting $46 million for a jujitsu injury. I believe he was paralyzed. I don't think so. I think it was just nerve damage. I'm, I'm signing up. Um, well, in Canada, you'll get 50 grand. So I don't know if it's worth it. Fair enough. He dropped out of co- college because this co- comedian wanted to have him open. And when he met him, he was a total sleazebag. What have I done? I thought that was funny. I love the. I love when he was like, "Next thing you know, you're <laughs> the opener's jamming some old chick in the bed, and you're sleeping in the bathtub again." <laughs> the way he said sleeping in the bathtub again, I was like, "Fuck, this guy slept in a lot of bathtubs." Like, yeah, and I, that's why I was thinking, if anyone ever does become successful, that's why they don't give a fuck. They've been through enough shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys both great. both seen the Great Gatsby. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again for Bad and Simon to rack their brains to guess the budget and the box off. Budget and the box. 
We all know they won't guess the year, and the Patreons are the real winners here at the J-R-E-E Movie Game. Come on, take it away, baby. I just gotta say, Simon seems like today especially he would rather be probably anywhere but here. In a trench in Afghanistan, in the Antarctic, freezing his balls off on a boat, fishing for crabs, anywhere. No, it's just, no, it's not true. It's just, I'm mad at Joe. I find each week just gets progressively worse and worse mm. than the last. Mm. I'm hoping for a good conversation. We never get it. We're forced to talk about things that we would never talk about in real time. I feel like I would Bill never Ottman, bring this shit. I mean, Bill Ottman, point. Bill Ottman, for sure, for sure, for sure. That stuff that's in our wheelhouse, but... Everything else, like I would never talk about this shit. You know what I mean? And I'd like to say, Matt, that, oh, it's forcing me to talk about things I would never talk about, but Can't get I don't there. talk about them for a reason. Fair enough. Because they bore me. We're doing the Great Gatsby. It's the movie game. Sorry, I don't think I've seen this. Is this with Leonardo DiCaprio? It's with Leonardo DiCaprio, Toby Maguire, Carrie Mulligan, Joel Edgerton, Isla Fisher, and Jason Clark. Simon, I'll be honest. I, too, have not seen it. I don't think I've seen it, but But I I could take a guess. I was going to say, we know it came out somewhat recently, so why not play it? it? Yeah. What fucking year? What fucking year is the question? Oh, you know what? I think I'm good. I'm ready with a year. Okay, I'm ready with a year, too. 2012. 2016. 2013. Fucking cunt. That's nibbling. That's nibbling right there. bitch. Always one year. Now off. this is going to be tough. The budget in the box office. This is going to be a fucking nightmare. Well, there's a magical date. There's a magical date you can always refer to, okay. and you can be before that date and after that date, and it's very important. Well, you're just muddying the waters. Now, yeah, you so. shouldn't say shit. It received both praise and criticism. In this instance, it received criticism from Joe because the car was just not technically able to do. It was presented in <laughs> the movie about a book. Again. Yeah, Joe fucking Take con- me right out yeah. of it. Yeah. There's no suspension of disbelief for Joe once a car is involved or, or hunting or like. In the 30s? Are you kidding me? <laughs> It'd be going all over the place. The weight's all at the front. He doesn't have side control of the car. Look at the photo. It's got pipes coming out the side. Okay, I said it cost $80.5 million. And I said it made 278. Oh, well, I went about half of that. 41 and 149. Yeah, I I guess I talked you out of common sense there. Budget 105. 105. Every movie after 2000 is a $100 million movie. I was, yeah, I was a little. I know, but this movie doesn't have like any special effects. Tons of special effects. Tons. The whole thing's the like, whole thing is like CGI. Yeah. No, it must be all period. Back Anyways. to a $100 million budget. $353 million at the box office. Mm. But that's what I was saying. After 2000, all movies Yikes. are $100 million. Yikes. It helps if Yikes. I've seen a movie. That does help me make a proper decision. Yeah, but I hadn't seen it either. So we were on the same... I'm not saying you had an easier time than me. I'm saying in order to make a proper decision, I have to have seen the movie. Okay, noted. It's in the notes. It's it's in the, the, the minutes. We have noted your dismay. And usually when you say, you guys are boasting this movie, right? You then wait for an answer before you just... Well, in his defense, just I just joking. started singing. I don't care. I don't, I'm just joking. I'm fucking around. I know. I don't care. But I'm saying... You really wanted it this weekend. <laughs> I did. I did want to go back to back. There, but there wasn't... Why don't you just pick another movie? I'll tell like, you if I've seen it, like and we'll do I, it. Like I said, it, it helps when you... Right now, we'll give everyone a double shot. Pick a movie that you've seen 
the a movie yeah, that I've just seen. Just yell out a movie right now. We'll do a second movie game quick, and Kamar will be oh, on it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Off the top of your head, name a movie. 16 Candles. What a fucking... I, I don't know. I just thought candles. you haven't seen 16 no. Candles. Why don't you do okay. something for the last 30 years? Yeah, okay, gotcha. How about... Um, Tropic Thunder. Perfect. Ooh, perfect. 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 Okay, double shot. Double shot of movie game, because this week fucking stunk. So why not? Um, again, this is one of those guys I'm glad he got his flowers. And You don't think we've done this already? I was about to check just to see if I could fucking cheat you out of it. Okay. I won't check. We'll just do it anyway. Because why not? Such faith you have in your memory. Like, I've written down before I now know it. <laughs> like Rain Man of the movie game. Directed by Ben Stiller, screenplay by Justin Thoreau, Ben Stiller, Ethan Cohen, starring Ben Stiller, Jack Black. You can't make a movie like this anymore. Robert Downey Jr., Steve Coogan, love him, Jay Burchell, Danny McBride, Brandon T. Jackson, Bill Hader, and always Nick Nolde in the shit. The shit abyss. No, that's uh, Mr. Leahy. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready too. I said it came out in 09. Oh, I said it came out in 01. 2008. Oh my gosh. What is going on today? Jesus. Sniffing. Sniffing. You're around a dog's bottom. Okay, and I said it cost 69 million to make. I said 73 million. And I said it made 225. And I said it made 321. So we were right at the same uh, idea. Budget 92 million. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Just under the 100. Yeah, yeah, we understand that. Box office, a hundred and ninety-five million. Wow, I was thirty million. Yeah, whatever. Still not close. You can't make a movie like that anymore. No, you were in the three hundreds. No, I said two twenty-five. I thought you said two ninety-five. No, two twenty-five. It's written right there. Okay, one thirty million off. There's one time in history Joe could go back to. It's Egypt. Now, despite that's not possible, I'm not going to go visit it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could fly private and go as comfortably as any human on earth, but I absolutely refuse. Yeah, I've spoken to has been no, there. That's awesome. Life changing. The next time he says that, that if I could visit one place, it would be Egypt. The person should be. Have you ever been? No. Yeah, <laughs> it happens every time. You know, you can go. It still exists. The yeah. pyramids are still there, just oh. like they talk about. Oh, and he could go on the best, best. Um, Tour. tour. Yeah, well, like we're I not s- going to have this. Con- are we are? No. Because okay, we've done this like a zillion times. Joe is certainly remiss for not going. I think um, he mentioned it in passing. They could have, but the idea of quantum computing and then quantum AI, and it really spins your head like actual talking about what we're talking about not being possible, possible, right? An AI that can work at a molecular level rearranging particles just like that guy david faust or whatever i always used to want to do we did a throwback on him and he would just recite these readings out of books about how the technology wave that was coming but he actually didn't know anything he just repeated these do you remember him no it really never took off but he was just talking about how was he the pan technologist or whatever yes that sounds familiar Mm mm-hmm I know I'm not, it's not pan technologist, but it's pan something. I'm not actually a scientist. I'm actually not even a reporter. I just talk about this and make it sound interesting. <laughs> That's what his, his gig was. But it was just still being able to ma- manipulate 
matter is is I just have imagined it and how it is possible as before, not even be able to imagine that. So you lost me halfway through that sentence, but I'm with you. I'm somewhat with you. You'd be able to turn a microphone into a Red Bull or the idea of food and stuff. I would just walk into your room. Everything's a pussy. Nothing. Nothing's dirty. Nothing gets cleaned. Like, <laughs> nothing's dirty. Nothing it just it, it ceases to exist. What is he talking about? Who knows? If we were able to manipulate um, things on a molecular particles level. and turn that Red Bull into an apple, yeah, and uh, onward and upward, stardust, everything like what Jesus was doing, water into wine, but way more incredible, way more incredible. And that would probably be quantum Neuralink <laughs> interface. Quantum Neuralink interface. Um, what's weird is uh, people eating other people. They talked about yellow jackets. Yeah. And I think we're almost done the book. Um, I don't know if you've read that, but there's lots of people who ate flesh in that, in the... Uh, on both sides that would have listen. I think when times get tough enough, if that's yeah, of course, the sustenance that you have, you figure it out. I mean, you're but either going to live be or in people's not. DNA to eat it, like not be a bad thing. I don't think it has to do with your DNA. It has to do with survival. I don't think it's a matter of what's in your. But DNA. you think there'd be something like you they, can't eat it because it makes you sick. Like they did it well, kind of like the brain, right? Like you get like a, that trigonosis or whatever. No, it's a. Uh, uh, prions disease. Yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, trigonosis is from yeah, the pig. Yeah, I yeah. Think. Listen, you knew what I you knew what I meant. What you meant. What I meant. I was there. We were together. But you took it to another place. Vulcan mind melt. Yeah. And this guy was on because he wrote a book about the road and stories, and it was really good. The road and stories. Stories of being on the road and the come up and the hardship and mm. of a comedian of his himself, I believe, first person. I didn't read the book. Yeah, I had never heard of this guy before, so. Why don't you go on the road more, Kamar? Like I said. Money. It doesn't pay. Like, you, you, you yeah, just no, you go to pocket. Yeah, I get it, but, you yeah, know. It's all out of pocket. Yeah, but still. That's it. But you get tons more experience, right? Yeah, but if, I, if I could afford to do it, I would. He tried, remember? He moved to Toronto. No, no but no. moving to Toronto is just going to I'm different going, city yeah. every week. Well, and Toronto, at least you go. You, you're, I get it. You can do five sets a night. Exactly. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, can you? Yep. Yeah. 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 In Toronto, for sure. The levels of what you're doing, like some of them are at a coffee shop where someone's making coffee. But, but like you said, it's just time on stage. I was so. just thinking the best you could do is uh, I want to talk to our friend with the cafes. If he wants to do stuff in those spaces. He probably or If would. it's all full. No, but no, no. Really cool, good quality. He would know? be down. He I would think be down. so. And then that's what I should do. Is run my own show, maybe host it every week just to get that established stage time. And if you do that, then you have a collateral with all the other shows. So really that's what the minimum I have to do. But if, if I had, if I know I didn't have to rent or any of my bills for two months, I could, I could go on the road. And yeah. If you gave Kamar UBI. Yeah. He could, I, I'm being totally serious here. Like that a friend is of mine is doing Europe. what's like holding right Kamar back. Boom, 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 boom. He has debt. He has nobody to lend him any money. Like he is literally. I was looking at asking a hundred people who really know me to 
Do you thousand dollars? Oh, dude, you totally could do that, Kamar. You could do a Kickstarter. No, no, no he it, said he wants everyone to give a thousand. Oh, that's stupid. But but no, 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 completely. Yeah, his Junus didn't allow him to hear that, dude. I've seen people give to a lot stupider things than helping you get, uh, you know, to try out comedy. No, no, you and, missed. He said, "I'm gonna go to." A hundred people I know and ask each of them for $1,000. What you're oh, saying makes sense. Just, I, get, I get what he's saying. You're saying and, a Kickstarter. And I said, it's stupid. Those were the words that came out of my mouth. I said, I get what you're saying. It's stupid. Good. Now listen to what I'm saying because it's a good idea, which is do a Kickstarter and you're going to say, look, I'm going to go and go on the road and become a real comedian. And if I don't, I'm going to quit comedy. Why would I do that? I don't know. Just some stakes to the whole thing. They're giving Suppose. you money. You're, you know. What about a thousand people? Five hundred dollars. Would you stop with this? Nobody's giving you anything. No, I, but I don't think you could get one person to give you two hundred. The idea is you're investing in me. But nobody's going to do that. And you get 0.5% of me. Nobody's no, going to no do that. Doing that. Nobody no is, is doing that. A thousand percent. Nobody is doing that. No. Kamar, first of all, Netflix money just I think you have in. a better chance of people just giving you money. Yes, yes. Than trying to invest in you. Well, invest is risk. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, no, then they got to figure like you got to succeed. This way I'm just paying to give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I think you could do that. I, I was being real. I think you could do I, a I, I think I think that, that, that'd be the best way to do it. I think Kamar does that, collects the money and has a blowout fucking weekend where no one hears from him and he comes back all quiet. Like, yeah, uh, and, uh, that's just, that's just, that, that would be really sad and unfortunate. Didn't work out. I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> I don't want to tell you guys. Um, but, but I mean, that's the idea. If you're on the road, you, you, you're just I've been watching. Traveling. I watched a couple of videos people have taken of like waiting to get on at Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. And there's like, they all stand in this alley and back and there's like a whole ecosystem back there. People selling drugs and beers and food. There's hibachis. But they're on the other side of the line already, right? This isn't public. This is like a... A subculture market in yeah, it's a com- you have to be in comics be in. only. Yeah, N- no, I don't oh, okay. think you do. I think it's just, just people waiting in line to okay. go into the mothership. We no, because there's also a massive line of comedians. I've seen the line of comedians, and it's yeah. like 150 deep waiting to just for Kill Tony, just for Kill Tony. And they have a guy with a megaphone who calls their name. You go running. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Are we in agreement? I, I, the button doesn't work. Who cares? There are no more. No, I, I'm saying like you seem oh, yes. to be disagreeing with what I no, said. We no, we thought it was an area inside. That's what no, I it's not said. inside. It's outside. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds sounds about right. I was trying to clear it up for our it's friend all, over here. It's all good. All the dead air is wonderful too. No, I, I'm just waiting. Mars done. With no, I'm notes. just I'm just letting it all sink in. Like it's weird. No, you, we it sunk in. Hawaii. We got it. Hawaii. Hawaii. What about it? Did he say Hawaii? That it's part of America. Well, why? If you're America and you're already taking stuff, why would you not go to the most beautiful place on earth and quietly be like, listen, we're taking this too. Well, clearly it was, it was taken. It wasn't like, well, wasn't it more taken because they were fighting Japan? So they needed a place to fight the closest landmass to Japan. It it didn't matter. They were taking it either. Like, there were people there. No, I'm asking, did they take it before or after the war? Like, was it already theirs? Or no, did they, they had Pearl Harbor is the reason they went into World War II. They already had a massive base there. So they did. They already yeah. had it. If Hawaii never got taken, it was just Hawaii, the country, and then America took it today. 
Like you can't take over a country like that anymore, right? No. Can't make a movie like that anymore. It's, it's I, crazy that Lanai is owned by um, one guy. 90% of Lanai is owned by the guy who owns Oracle, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. The whole island? The whole island, 90%. Oh, five of islands or something? No, it's not, the island is, is not as big island. as you think. Like where we were staying in Maui, you could see Lanai. You can see all of it. Well, you know, you can see half. The, like the, the island he speaks of is not as big as I think. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Lanai, Oahu feels like this huge. Oahu is a big chunk of land. Lanai yeah. is a rather, I mean, again, I'm not. It's still weird that it's owned by one dude. Can you go there? Or is it well, private? don't forget fucking, what's his name? Zuckerberg owns a massive chunk of, I hate to bring it up again. Sam Cedar made a great point. He was like, do you think, he was like, if there's billionaires, they can go into your neighborhood and buy a house for 10 times what you can. And raise the property value. Every, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I guess it's good if you're a house owner, but but that doesn't bad happen if you're a house buyer. Yeah. Well, even as a house owner, like, let's say you're an old person on a fixed income. If your property tax shoots way the fuck up, you're priced out. You can't live yeah. there anymore. You've lived there. And that's when he swoops in and gives you a sweetheart deal to leave. Like New York. I was thinking about New the York van life video. Like <laughs> how to? <laughs> if I was a New Yorker right now, I would be out there committing crimes just to keep the fucking property value down. I'd rob a few old ladies. In your own neighborhood. Yes. Why, yeah. Smash the bottles yeah. before you go inside. Or even at least just call the cops three times a week from a different phone and, and at least like be like, yeah, crime in progress. Like something or just to- do a whole bunch of graffiti that says like, yuppies die. Or yeah. fucking- you can't prove I shit in the phone booth. Well, no, I read an article about a guy who worked for the Parks Department in New York for like 40 years, retired, and then had to leave New York because he could no longer afford the home that he had lived in for... 30 years and it's like how is someone who's taking care of the city not able to afford to live in the city that they spent their entire working life taking care of it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem just there's only one thing that can solve we live in a broken system it's fucked ai aliens (laughs) outcast over here ai aliens ai aliens yeah i like ai aliens I mean, it would make sense, like they were saying, Excuse not in me. this episode, but the one before that um, the greys are probably some sort of like drone and... Um, or like Matt said, Android, us already. You know? I mean, maybe, yep. It just, that's what we would do if we we're saying, really, you send your... You don't go, you send a satellite out with a rover to do your shit, you know? I mean, you could, listen, if AI in the next 50 years, 100 years, if AI was just like became increasingly, um, like let's say they perfected it, it could, it could just send out like a million drones into the, with like human, with the beginning of life in the sense that like as soon as it hits down there, it opens up and whatever created life on this earth automatically. Drones into space? Yeah. Well, it's like there's some theory out there that goes with the, um, what's the theory? Like aliens exist, but where are they? You know that one? I don't remember which one. It's the, um, not the Fibonacci. It's the- no. uh, Eric B. Rakeem's razor? No. No, no. It's the one, if they're, with a if P, they're out maybe? there, why haven't we seen them? Yeah. I can't believe I can't remember the name. Anyways, there's another one where it's like they would send out these drones. That would be the very first thing that we see. Mm-hmm. And maybe that is exactly what we're seeing. Is it a paradox? No, he's talking about the, what the fuck is it called? I don't even know what to Google right now, Simon. Um, Yeah, I don't know. 
Here, it's I'm looking the, it up. Uh, I'm looking it up. Fermi paradox. Fermi paradox. Yes. I didn't even have to look it up. It just I came. Did. Oh, so uh, I got points. Yes, you did. You did get a point. Yes, Mark. You did say the word paradox. And you looked at me. But the problem, no, no. I was retarded. We, I think we had already. Go back to spelling with big letters. We We were were looking looking for for Fermi. Fermi. Yeah, paradox. Yeah, yeah. and I I had the. And you gave us nothing. You repeated what we had just said. You had said paradox already? I believe so. No, we hadn't. Now Simon's trying to give himself points. No, that's what you were saying. No, whatever. Listen, you know what? Check the tape. There is no tape. Are we done with this one? And fuck off. All right. This week stank. Our week stank. We did. I uh, rate this one uh, two. Goody Gellers flowers. I'll agree with Kamaris too. Oh, I give this guy a. I'll give this episode a three. This episode was okay. Throw him a bone. Yeah. It was nice. It was a new guest. There was, you know, it felt at least some. It's all white dudes. You have a real problem with that. All white dudes. It's got to be Jews, right? Jews Two are, new Jews guests. Are, Jews are bust. Two new guests who will never see again on the show. <laughs> Bill Ottoman could come back if he hits it big with his decentralization. If we see, dream. if we see every man again, I'm fucking swallowing. Every man was that wasn't that his name? <laughs> no, it's Everman, but no, he's whatever. just every man because he's born a shit. Oh but my god! If he if he started a rock band after all that, and decided, you know, I really found the happiness just. Doing what I was told. I bet Suzanne Santo is is contacting him right now, trying to get him to join Honey Honey because every band this guy leaves becomes massively what successful. If? Actually, I, do you, I brought my bass. I'll just play a couple. Lips. I think we're gonna be huge, but Honey Honey, that's terrible. <laughs> what if we just called it Honey? What about Hone Hone? What if we like? What if we went with like something classy like Miel? <laughs> Miel. Miel. Wow, big airball from John Moran. All right, that's an episode. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. Maybe you're willing to go one step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Uh, for that $5, you get the post shows, the show of show we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show we went back, listen to old episodes of the same thing we do here. And you'll also get the new book club, which appears to be quarterly and not monthly. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we're working it out. I'm sorry. I'm also in the middle of moving, so, you know, that is a, putting a real wrench in everything. Hard to listen to. <laughs> and listen, one book, it's hard, man. Like, you know? Oh, no, I just figured it's more tough. It's tougher with the weather now getting you guys over here on a day that isn't Sunday. So. Did you see the notes I had? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. That's it. I, also- do, I don't know why you think that's so fucking funny. There's also a YouTube. If you want to watch clips, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or not. I don't really care. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. We hope you enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.